Do. Welcome everyone to episode three of Where's My Super Suit. It's your boy Phony Toast, the Toast with the Most. Task One TSK in the building. And we're here today to bring you a wrap-up of 2015 and kind of a little bit of a sneak peek into 2016 in your wonderful world of comics. So we'll start off today in DC Comics. DC Comics this year had a, I guess you'd almost say a universe-spanning event that didn't feel as universe-spanning as one might think. They had uh, the wonderful book, Convergence, which you can barely see because there's a lot of green in this. <laughs> it's all the <laughs> But Convergence <laughs> was a book that a lot of people felt was going to bring a heavy change to the entire DC Universe, but most importantly, the Earth 2 series. Well, the problem I have with Convergence was at first when they announced that things won't be for the same. I'm kind of like, wasn't that the whole point when you did New 52? Like, you. wasn't that originally you. what you were supposed to be doing? Thank and you. so that, basically, let me just tell you something that a lot of people don't know. The whole cons- the whole reason why they did Convergence is that <sighs> DC moved from New York to Burbank. And so, this is like some real shit. Not like in the comic book universe. This is some real shit. So basically, WB moved, forced them to move from New York to Burbank where WB is at. Which is meaning WB is going to have a lot of say in what DC does. And so basically DC needed, I mean, DC needed a whole, like, few months to pack stuff up and move. And they didn't have time to focus on doing comic books. <laughs> so they oh, so they came up with hella shit and was just like, we're just, they stopped all production. They stopped all production on their books. All their books stopped for like a few months. And they released this random story, and every comic book stopped, and they released these random, like, like books with your favorite characters. And it was a weird move on DC's part, but when you're owned by a bigger company and they say jump, you say how high, so they had to go. Yeah, and so I think the ramifications of that event are still apparent within the universe, because... To me, it feels more scattered than it did previously. It felt like New 52 wrapped everything into, you know, one tighter little bundle. Mm -hmm. You have the primary universe, your Earth 1, you have your Earth 2, and for the most part, that's it. You know, everybody got a little bit of a reboot. You Mm -hmm. know, Dark Seed's origin got a little reboot. Kind of. I I mean, not really. I mean, basically what they did with Convergence... A lot of people were complaining about, you know, how they fix certain, quote unquote, fix certain things. And, you know, DC, when they did New 52, they made a lot of huge changes. Okay. But, you know, Wise Man once said, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And so, I think one of the greatest examples of that, I mean, the book is doing well, I guess, and it's pretty popular, is the new Batgirl book. Batgirl's good. I like her. Uh, I think Cameron Stewart's writing it, and... Babs Taylor is drawing it. Um, it's very fit, female oriented, or uh, woman oriented for the for the ladies, and that's fine because you know we need to think for it. My problem is, I miss Oracle. Oracle was so important to not even just the Batman mythos, but also to the whole DCU. I mean, I remember there was a time they made her an honorary Justice League member. 
Yeah, she was. She was she even was. in the new Batman book. She I mean, they, they went so far as to almost say she was like to a small degree like a technopath almost. Exactly, right? exactly. So they almost like gave her a power within that new role. And I agree with you. I'd, I'd almost want to say, even though I don't want to see a different Batgirl. Like, don't, unless you bring back, I like Cassandra's Batgirl. But Do you I know they just brought her back? Yes. They just I, brought her I, back. I've been reading and oh, I saw reading her. Okay. Yeah, I, I've, we'll talk about the Robins. We'll get there. We'll get that there. whole thing in a little bit. But I did like the fact that, you know, taking Barbara, I want to see within something like a Convergence, them bring back a character like Oracle with a different character. So I can agree give with a that. different character that potential. Almost like what they've been doing with Red Robin. Mm-hmm. Where Red Robin's kind of serving that Oracle role. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, which I also don't care for. I don't want. I, I don't love Jason Todd. I don't. I, I love Jason Todd. I don't want good Red Hood. I don't want the Red Hood to be good because I like the concept that there's a guy with Batman's training, but he's bad. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's awesome. I, I like the concept of that, and so Batman feels extremely responsible. For this, because every death that the Red Hood does, every innocent person he kills, everything that he destroys, it's pretty much his fault. You know, what, matter of fact, let's let's move right into Batman right okay. now. All right, let's move right into Batman now. Number one, biggest change I've seen with Batman right now is we now have instead of the Dark Knight, we have the Red Marine. We have Jim Gordon, prior Marine, <laughs> looks. I mean, totally different character, bat suit. Overnight Batman, basically. First of all, do you have a picture of the new Batman suit? Can we pull that up real quick? Yeah, you know what? I want I want to show y'all people this. I want to show y'all something. For everybody who's watching this, we're about to pull up a picture of the new Batman, the new Batman suit. I want you to look at this, and then I want you to Google Appleseed, <laughs> which is an anime that's been oh, out for years. Do you want? Do you want the robot? I want the suit. suit. I want the you suit. Want the yeah, can I get the suit? suit? Okay. We want the robotic suit. We got yes. the robotic suit. Okay. This is the robotic suit. Um, and now I want you to Google and look at Appleseed. The anime Appleseed. I'm like, dude, they just completely just did Appleseed. That was my first problem with it. Even two little pointy ears, it's Appleseed. Yeah. I'm like, dude, you got this from an anime. That's number one. Number two, how old is James Gordon James Gordon now? Like he is he supposed to be like younger? Yeah, like it's felt like because this it looks is younger. To, hold on, let me if I get this right. Okay, this timeline is now what five years in the future, right? Isn't it supposed to be like five? Like something happened in there. Well, you talking about convergence? Primary, like right after convergence. I didn't know they, this was in the future. Okay, see, I thought something was supposed to happen where either they went five dot, and I didn't know if that was Earth two mm-hmm. or this universe because the ramifications of what happened after. Um, Oh, I forget the name of it. Batman storyline with the Joker. Basically, they kill each other. And Batman comes back. Oh, the one, the story arc before this one. The story arc before this one that okay. set this whole thing in motion. Yeah, yeah, right? exactly. I thought time had passed. And I thought it was the number of years that Batman was out. Because Batman, of course, has come back. Mm-hmm. He's found out of his fortune. You know, his, his fortunes, basically, uh, or his company's being run by others. He's got money out of his fortune which he's now using to help people mm-hmm. he's got no memory of who he was right superman everybody's changed there's been a lot of change within yeah. the universe so i thought time had passed and it was supposed to be something like well, five years in the future well it's really hard to tell because basically 
Going back to Convergence a little bit. Basically, what DC is saying is that now all stories are possible. And basically, now they're saying continuity doesn't really mean anything. And that's why we have a Justice League book where all the members of the Justice League are there. But if you look at their individual books, they're nowhere like how they are in the Justice League books. You're talking about the Dark Dark Seed War. The Dark Seed War. And not even just that. There's a JLA book. This is completely separate. Then both of those. Then both of those. Yeah. This is what I'm saying. I get where DC was going with that. They're just like, you know what? Everyone's so caught up in continuity. Now continuity doesn't mean anything. We can just tell whatever story we want. And who gives a shit? We have to worry about continuity. I understand that. But you got to understand how confusing that is. I went to um, the comic book store the other day. And the guy in front of me was getting mad at the employee. And worked there because he has a saver. And he kept saying... Um, I thought I told you that I wanted Justice League. And the guy said, you do have Justice League. It's on here. He said, this isn't the Justice League. He was like, yes, it is. It's the Justice League. He said, no, the Justice League that I know of is drawn and written by Brian Hitch. (laughs) And that's where the guy was confused at because the Brian Hitch drawn and written Justice League is called JLA. Mm -hmm. It's called Justice League of America. Now... They had to completely fix that for him. But, you know, someone could try and say, oh, well, you can say that with the X-Men. The difference is each X-Men team has a different lineup. There's different different X-Men teams, but each one has different characters in it. So you could say, I want the one that has Magneto in it. I want the one that has Storm in it. You can't say that for Justice League. It's all the same characters. It's like, it just doesn't make sense. Very true. Very true. It doesn't make sense. But um, regarding Batman... um, I wish I knew how old Gordon is because he's like he's got to be in his forties because Barbara is still there. Barbara's grown. Yeah, Barbara's like grown though. That's what I'm saying. You know, so she's like, not like a teenager sneaking out of yeah, the house or anything yeah, crazy. So she's like going he's to school. Still old, and they haven't addressed him through any like chemical formula or anything of that nature, de aging him or anything. I mean, basically, if he if what I'm supposed to understand is if Gordon gets a haircut and a shaves. My man Gordon all of a sudden becomes Batman level. That's all you need to oh, do is yeah. get a clean cut to be Batman. To be Batman. And of course then get your then go watch uh Appleseed. I recommend <laughs> Appleseed uh X Monica. X Monica. Yep. Yeah. That's one of the best ones, especially like the title scene. They shoot up this uh like whole like church library thing. It's crazy. It's a pretty Appleseed good movie. Though. Yes, um, it's yeah. That's old school stuff. Old school. To, that's funny. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, it completely yeah, looks exactly. like heavy, heavy anime. Yeah, right it's, it's extremely anime uh, influenced. Greg Capullo's drawing it. You could tell he was probably watching anime one night, and he was just like, "Hey, <laughs> there you go." And then he made the new Batman suit. I'm I'm still liking it. Tom Snyder is great. Uh, he is he. You know. Everyone who writes Batman, they always have to create a new villain for him. Mm-hmm. And Mr. Bloom, the current character that Tom Snyder is writing with him. Um, Mr. Bloom's an awesome character. Um, he's one of the most sinister Batman villains I've seen in years. And that's something that I like because the Batman villains are usually pretty frightening. <laughs> They're right. pretty scary. And like this guy's like planting seeds inside of people. And it's fucking nuts. It's crazy. So... I, I like the Batman book still. I'm just waiting for Bruce Wayne to inevitably come back. Yeah, and don't get me wrong. I I'm I think the book is interesting. Mm-hmm. I do think it's an interesting take on it. Um, I you talking about like uh, Gordon? As I Batman? think Gor- I think Gordon the way they're writing the books. Okay, just because you're 
you're not getting Batman. Because I felt that over the years, you started to see a big trend in Batman books where the villains were outshining the Bat. Mm-hmm. Nine out of ten times. You weren't even well, yeah. reading the books for Batman. So to have the curiosity of how Gordon's going to handle these situations, who this character is, mm-hmm. I think gives you a better feel of of that hero's journey yeah. versus the you know villain's journey where the hero you know is in panels in between and somehow stops them in the end. I think I get that, what you're saying. You know, bringing the Batman back as the main character is an interesting move. For I get exactly what you're saying. I but my problem is if you're going to do this, which they're doing right now, if you're going to do it. Been doing it for a longer time. It's just it's, it's it hasn't even been a year, and they're already like, all right, Bruce Wayne's coming back, <laughs> and I'm just kind of like, damn, like for real? Yeah. I, I would like, like to that. see Gordon. I would like to see Gordon how he would deal with like Penguin, how he would deal with like Clayface. I mean, I thought that was the whole point of it. That was me personally. Like, I thought that was the point of it, but. Yeah. I don't no. like the idea of Bruce coming back so quickly. That's I don't what like I'm saying. Do that if you're going to do that, then have him be dead for a few years. Well, let's talk about one other thing going okay. on in the Batman universe before we wrap. Wrap the bat up. Okay. Wrap we, the bat up. Wrap the bat up, man, because <laughs> he gets too much love. Of course. This one is bugging me because I don't, I don't mind the storyline because there's some of the characters I like. I'm also a Jason Todd fan, so you'll know what I'm going with, and that's the Robin War. I don't like all these random ass We Are Robin kids. I don't like the concept of that storyline. Okay. I was a big fan of them adding Damien because, well, you know, the name is amazing. Um, <laughs> I mean, Damien Wayne, DW. I mean, those initials are like, I mean, who was that? Darkwing Duck was, I mean, I don't know, know, badass has got DW. <laughs> Damien Wayne, Denzel Washington. This oh, fucking guy, this guy right here. What can this I guy say? Right I mean, it's, it's beautiful. I can't, right I can't argue. Anyways, but um, <laughs> I, I, I'm a Jason Todd fan. Although I did, I still am in disagreement with him coming back. Like you said, that is a badge. That is a permanent tattoo. That is an etch on his history mm-hmm. of Batman's, where you did lose not just a Robin, you lost a child, you lost a son. Right. To a very big degree. And right. when you look at all the kids, it's almost like you do have that family where you had that rambunctious son. You mm-hmm. had that almost perfect kid who mm-hmm. you dreamed too big for him and didn't yeah. let him fly on his own. You know, exactly. you put your own faults on, you know, with uh, our boy um, Richard Grayson. You know, you, you put your own faults on him where you can't have friends. You got to do this alone. Mm-hmm. It's like, you, you know, you felt that way. No, I get what you're saying. So. I- I've always seen Robin, because for some reason, Tom Snyder, the guy who writes Batman, mm-hmm. he has something against Robin. He just won't include Robin in anything. And um, and that's fine and all, but for me, I've been reading Batman for years. I've been, re- I've been reading Batman forever. I don't see Batman just allowing hella Robins just running around. <laughs> I don't yeah. see that happening, because... I remember when um, Dick Grayson quit being Robin. Not Dick. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Tim Drake. Tim Drake quit being Robin. He was just like, I don't want to do this no more. And then, um, as you can tell, we're kind of in the hood. You can hear. Not joking, but um, but then I remember when Cassie, um, the spoiler, tried to be the new Robin. And. Uh, and um, I remember Batman was trying to train her, and she wasn't doing good. And Batman just said, fuck this. No, you're going to get yourself killed. 
And that pretty much ended up what happening. And even though they ended up rectifying that for some stupid reason. But um, Batman doesn't just let anybody be Robin. Correct. I, I've heard the read all Robin book is good. I heard it's pretty much a street level... A street level Gotham book, which I'm all for. I just don't see Batman really just like, all right, you guys can just do what well, you want. And that I think is one thing that they've tried to kind of rectify with it being the Gordon Batman. It's not Bruce Wayne. Right. It's not the Bruce Wayne that feels he has that relationship with the Justice League. Mm-hmm. It's not that Bruce Wayne that has the foundations. Mm-hmm. It's the cop Bruce Wayne. It's the Bruce, or it's the. Sorry, Cop Gordon. It's right. the Gordon who's dealt with the street kids, who's watched a lot of these people grow up, who's worked on the streets, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, and has that kind of different perspective. So that part I'm okay with. Okay. The part I'm not okay with mm-hmm. is this feels like just the most fucking random storyline you could have come out your ass with. Oh, like, you're talking about we're the Robin dress a whole bunch of kids up as Robin. Then, not only that, but we're going to bring back all these other Robins because we forget there's like nine of them alive now for no dang reason. And, you know, we're Poor going Tim to Drake. just basically parade these characters around in some sort of battle that d- just felt unnecessary. Like, you created the Robins for the same menace that you created. And the whole idea that they're, you know, these untrained vigilante kids just doesn't scream out, hey, we're going to be, like, you're going to be able to wear this badge for long. Like, they, the uh, actual Robin should be out there first night having Mm -hmm. stopped all these kids before, you know, they further get hurt. Which they are. Which that's what I'm saying. (laughs) And if Gotham is as, like, hardcore as they made it out to be. These kids wouldn't stand a chance. Like, there's a reason why Batman has been training motherfuckers for years to go out there and fight because these guys are, like, Gotham's supposed to be the most dangerous place. And I get what they're saying. I like the concept of it. They're like, it's the street people taking back their city. We're taking back our city. But right. as as a, as Batman, Batman wouldn't allow that. Batman would be like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, no. Which I guess they're eventually inevitably going to do. But um, we'll see. Either way. Yeah. I I mean, it's an interesting storyline. I'd still say pick it up because it is a good read. It's written pretty well. But the overall feel of it still does kind of feel like WTF. What do you really... <laughs> like, what was your real goal? Yeah. But, Let's move on. We have mm-hmm. another one of what I consider the big seven, mm-hmm. and that's Wonder Woman. Okay. Wonder Woman over the past, you know, little over a year has gone more, I feel, more in touch with her, with the actual Greek mythology side of what she does. So she's recently become the god of war. Right, which is good. You know, where, Absolutely. you know, war actually died. Mm-hmm. They had a big, I'd almost say, like a challenge in the pantheon of gods. Mm-hmm. As we know, Zeus is no longer on the throne. Right. You know, Apollo mm-hmm. sits in the place of the throne. Mm-hmm. Apollo's the new king. Uh, he's, you know, king of the gods. I mm-hmm. mean, that's a big that's a big title as far as we know in the DC Universe because exactly. they don't treat the deities the same way Marvel does in the right. sense that, you know, these are in the universe supposed to be truly godly beings. It's almost like Dragon Ball Z where it's supposed to be a whole other power set. Right, right, right. You know, so you have Wonder Woman as the god of war. Mm-hmm. How do you how do you feel about that change in her character? Do you like I, it? I like it. I like it a lot because um well I do like it, but I like the old origin where she was made of clay. Um I thought that was a good cool thing, but now they made her pretty much Hercules. 
as in she's half human, half goddess. And right. um, I like that they where they're going with it. I'm hearing um, a lot of rumbling in the in the comic book world. I'm hearing Wonder Woman is the character to look for, to look at. <coughs> excuse me, in 2016, and um, I think it's a cool new aspect. I'm waiting to see what power she gets. Like, okay, it's official. She's the goddess of war. What exactly does that mean, though? You know what I'm hoping for? What's that? All right, here's what I want. Mm-hmm. I want her to be able to do things like, one, rally, re-rally the uh, rally troops to her side. Mm-hmm. So almost like if you were playing an RPG and you had a, car- and you had an, um, a buff that increases the abilities of those around you or make- gives them an extra desire mm-hmm. to fight for you. So basically like a morale boost. Okay. As well as like a unity kind of thing. Yeah. So give her like something different because they don't have a lot of those almost like I'd say like status granting powers. But that's what I'm saying. Like Apollo like, has the sun power, so he's like the god of the sun. Yeah. And so it's like okay, so she's the god of war. But what exactly does that mean? I remember when before in like before New Fifty Two, Ares was a bad motherfucker. Ares <laughs> like, was a very bad. Ares was like that dude, and so. Mm. I was hoping, and I'm not getting it, but I hope I will soon. I was hoping to see, like, Wonder Woman almost turn into, like, a Kratos of, like, of, like, Kratos of, uh, the the game God of War. Where, like, there were wars going around and Kratos is just in it, killing everybody. Yeah. (laughs) Like, he doesn't have a side. And that's what I'm kind of saying. Okay, so she's the God of War, but the Justice League aren't really a bunch of murdering, killing motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that's why I'm kind of like, okay, how, where are we going with this? And see, this is where I think that power set would be good because they're not that group. But what if you had somebody on your team well, yeah. that had that influence? Well, what yeah. if they started noticing themselves going down that path? Well, I don't like team... what they're doing right now, where they're giving her kind of that more. She feels. More positive than yeah. she was getting in in the regular New Fifty Two before, right before she became God of War. Mm-hmm. She felt like she was much more brutal. Yeah, and now she feels like, well, because I'm the God of War, I'm also the God of Love, and I don't like that kind of like contrast That's to her character. Whack. I wanted her to take that extra step. Like, right. I want to see her lopping heads. I want to see. Yeah. I want to see her go. I want to see her be the God of War. Like, if she's going to be the God of War. I want to see her do something the God of War would do. And then the God of War wouldn't, like, take prisoners. You know what a God of War would do? Mm-hmm. If a God of War was going to help a friend, right? Mm-hmm. And that friend was, like, real powerful and had no control, right? Mm-hmm. And she couldn't do anything to help that friend other than snap somebody's neck. Right. She would do it. Yeah, exactly. She would do it Man of Steel Superman movie style too. Ugh. Brutal. Ugh. Not in front of a family though. Not She's, in front got of family. She's got standards. She's got standards, right? But, well, but that's, that's what I'm saying. That's the Wonder Woman I do want to see too. Well, Wonder Woman has always been like the one that would kill in the group. Right. Her and probably Aquaman were the ones that could. One of my favorite stories was uh, Superman and Wonder Woman were uh, in, a, in a, <coughs> a museum and a being, this monster comes to life. And Wonder Woman just leaps to the action and just attacks it. And then mm-hmm. Superman's looking like, damn, how she's moving is crazy. And Superman says, um, what did you just do? What just happened? And she was like, oh, that was a monster from my realm. If it was still alive, I would ask it why it was here. And yeah. Superman was like, what the fuck? Like, did you just kill it? And she was like, uh, yeah. 
<laughs> like, what was I supposed to do? See, to me, that's Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman is the type that I, I see her being the member of the group that's always having trouble because she's the one that's all for killing. She's right. the one that's all about doing it, and the other members aren't trying to do that. They're like, nah, we don't kill. But she's the one that would be. She's like the Wolverine in the group. That's what I was going to say. Every group needs that Wolverine. Everyone, Every group needs that one member that is willing to do what no other member is willing to do. Yeah. And you she's see, that character. That's where I don't like a lot of the reboots. Because in continuity, I think that the Justice League had an amazing arc back in the day that kind of addressed that with Identity Crisis. Okay. And understanding that there is cleanup. You, yeah. don't, you can't just have these villains running around unpunished. You can't just have these villains running around with total anonymity. You're like, mm-hmm. okay, look, I found out who you are. I know the secret codes to your base. I know maybe where one of you live. And think that, okay, well, I beat him up a little bit. He's going to be cool about this. And right. then I'll just move on, you know? Right, exactly. And they felt the ramifications of that, you know, ignorance. Mm-hmm. And they felt the ramifications of not having, you know, or, you know, what happens if you don't, you know, take care of that person? Exactly. You know, and I think that that's something that should have stuck with the DC universe. Yeah, they've completely written that out. Um, They've written out a lot of things. I don't like that Superman's with Wonder Woman. I don't... Really? I don't care for it. I thought, you know, I personally, I'm so bored with Lois and Lana that, I mean, it's, okay, it's a classic marriage. Like, we get it. You guys have done that. You know what's going to happen in reality, Lois? She's gonna die. No, <laughs> Superman wouldn't allow that. Superman would destroy planets for her. I don't feel like like you here's know what the problem. She's human. She's gonna die. That's how we work. Here's the thing, Superman. I like the idea that Superman and Wonder Woman would make a better pair. Right. But that's not who he's meant to be with. He's not meant to be with her. He's meant to be with Lois. Lois is the only woman on the planet uh-huh. who could look, who, like, I'm talking like non-powered, who would look Superman in the face and be like, you ain't shit. I ain't scared of you. And that's what made Superman fall for her. Was that, wow, this woman really is like, like, he was always, he always liked her when he was Clark. And she was like that to him as Clark. But then when he became Superman, she was still like that with Supes. She was still like, mm-hmm, whatever. Yeah. And like he was just like, wow, you're really just like this. And Superman would do anything to save her. Anything. He would he would break any type of spell in the Batman Jeff Loeb Jim Lee story arc when when um Superman was taken over by I believe it was Poison Ivy. Um Batman knew exactly what to do to get him out of it. He kidnapped Lois Lane and dropped her off of a fucking building. But see, here's the thing. You you're already counteracting part of his character in this. You're not saving Lois Lane. Mm-hmm. Lois Lane will die. She's just will get old. That's just the way. Oh, old. you're that's, talking. I'm talking. Okay. I'm talking about She's these natural. That has to be part of Superman's life is his dealings with humanity. Exactly. I'm not talking about she's going to just be killed by I get somebody. what you're saying. She's yeah, going to she eventually get older. Way. Yeah, no, no, no. Okay. She can have the Jimmy Olsen crap with just having a watch even if they're not together. He's right. Like I said, she is that important. But yeah. it's the entire idea that, you know, yeah, you have a human life. Yeah. You, Superman, go out to space for, you know, years at a time mm-hmm. to fight against galactic threats. Right, exactly. You know, that's not going to pan out in the long run, mm-hmm. you know. So... 
I do think it's interesting giving him another love interest in Wonder Woman. Right. Especially because, you know, the threat... I don't like the fact they didn't flesh this out properly, but the threat of their relationship. Mm-hmm. What, you know, what that would have. Okay. You know, going forward in the world, you know. Yeah, everything. You're talking about two weapons of mass destruction mm-hmm. creating another weapon of mass destruction, potentially. Are you talking about, like, a kid? Yeah, the potential of them having a kid. The potential of them uniting and creating... Like I said, that's still a new weapon of mass destruction because now you have a superpowered alien mm-hmm. and a superpowered god. Right. That form I mean, that made a, it made a you kid. Can ha- you can handle either side of the coin. You know, if you're mm-hmm. dealing with magic beings that one can't deal with, mm-hmm. the other one can. If you're dealing with alien beings that your magic doesn't affect, you know, I mean, you have such a huge force with just the two of them that it's it's dangerous. No, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying with that. And but I just I don't know. To me Superman needs to be with Lois. And it's just and that is a part of his the sadness of the character of Superman is that he is with a woman that will eventually get older and die. It's the same thing I say with Spider Man. I'm like but it's a different thing that's going on with Spider-Man. Like, Spider-Man's usually with Mary Jane. He's not right now in the books, but usually everyone says Spider-Man is with Mary Jane. I'm like, yeah, but you got to understand, Mary Jane's number two. You mean Peter Parker. I mean, as in Peter Parker. Well, yeah, Peter Parker and Spider-Man. Well, she knows that Spider-Man. You got to remember, there's like 94 different Spider-Men now. Well, so well you yeah, we got Spider-Man. Like, are you talking no. about amazing Spider-Man or Spidey Spider-Man? Peter Parker is Spider-Man. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what you think or what, what people but imagine. My man don't believe in titles over here. I don't. Peter Parker is Spider Man. When I say Peter Parker, you don't think, well, he's the spectacular Spider Man. Ben Riley. Or he's amazing. No. no. Well, Scarlet Spider. <laughs> ben Riley is a Scarlet Spider. There's only one Spider Man. I don't care. I mean, there's a new Miles, Miles Morales Spider Man. He's, he's Miles Morales Spider Man. He's not just Spider Man. Spider Gwen. <laughs> How does nobody know who Spider Gwen is when she has her first name and her and her catchphrase? But no, but that was the thing. That's one thing I've been saying in the books. I'm like, what are they calling her? Are they calling her Spider Gwen? Like, well, they can't call her Spider Man. And Call I was like, for short, but so are they calling her Spider Woman? Like, I just don't understand. But anyways, Spider Man is supposed to be. He is meant to be with Gwen Stacy. Gwen Stacy's dead. Well, in his universe. Gwen Stacy's dead, and that's the that's the tragedy of his character is that the woman that he is meant to be with is dead. Matter of fact, in the in the House of M story arc, where everyone got their greatest like desire, Peter was with Gwen. <laughs> he was not with with um with Mary Jane, and that's something that's still going on to this day. They ended up breaking up because of this, because when everything got fixed, Spider-Man still had thoughts and memories of being with Gwen and having kids with her, and he couldn't look at Mary Jane the same. (laughs) He couldn't even look at her the same, and that's fucked up, but that's the same thing with Superman. I'm like, he's supposed to be with Lois Lane. That's just my thing, but with Convergence, they now have a book out called Superman Lois Lane. They do. And it's like, and I think that's a cop out move on DC's part because that's them kind of trying to trying to like you can't please everybody, right? You can't please everybody, and this is DC's way of trying to please everybody, and it's impossible to do. That's very true. And matter of fact, let's let's go into current Superman mm-hmm. since he's he's one of the big ones. What do you think of basically like Luke Cage Superman now? I don't care for it. I didn't even read it. I heard the whole concept. Oh, the power of the Superman. I don't care. <laughs> I yeah. just don't. And if the sales are still making anything, no one cares either. 
<coughs> essentially what ends up happening, for those who don't know, is Superman discovers a new power. Mm-hmm. Superman can essentially now create a super solar discharge of all his energy mm-hmm. stored in his cells at once, creating like a solar flare slash Nova-like explosion, right? Right, right? Well, what it does is it leaves it would leave him depowered to a degree. Right. Well, XYZ, no need to spoil and go into all the details, something happens where his powers basically like absorb when he does the solar flare and now he's depowered to a degree. Right. He still basically has super strength and durability or basically what you would call the Superman powers of I have as much as I need for mm-hmm. whatever situation I'm in. Right. But he's not, you know, the flight's not there, the uh, heat vision isn't there. Uh-huh. You know, he's, you know, technically he's, you know, he's like Luke Cage level supposed to be where, you know, yeah, I'm durable, but I'm not, a, you know, completely but I'm destroyable. Not, I can still get fucked up. Yeah, like. I can still get fucked up, <laughs> you know. He's like trying to take this more brute stance, putting his little uh, cape. Ribbons around uh, his uh, fist, and, and he looks like Superboy. Yeah, he <laughs> like they turned like him into Superboy, which is something I think I hate that DC fucked it up because I love the whole concept of Superboy. I'm talking about before Flashpoint when Superboy was pretty much a clone of uh, he was a clone of uh, Lex, Lex and, and, Superman. and Superman. Yeah, Lex and Superman got together. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 and uh, I get horrible thoughts when he did that. Yeah, no. But they combined it, and it was a yep. dope story. It was a good concept. It's pretty much what they're doing with Kylo Ren now. To me, Kylo Ren is what they were doing with Superboy, and um, basically he's both sides. He has the evil side. He has the good side. He has the evil side. That was awesome. And then the lawsuit happened, and people don't even know about this, but uh, there's a reason why they had to completely redo Superboy. And if you notice, they don't even bring him up anymore. And he they turned him into more of a cyborg than a Kryptonian. Because here's what's happening. The original creators of Superman died. They're dead. So pretty much the families of Superman, the creators, the families of the creators of Superman are like, we want the rights to Superman. We want everything. We want we want to make money every time they sell a comic book. We want money off of the movie sales. They want money off of everything. DC is like, um, fuck you. <laughs> Superman's our main guy, but he's number two. But he's our pretty much one of our main guys. You can't just have the rights to him. They go to court for this. The court says, oh, well, no one can just own, they can't just own the full rights to Superman. Right. And, but the, and their lawyer said, we have good news and bad news. You can't own the rights to Superman. But you can, we can, tr- we can go for Superboy. So for a while, they they had to kill off Superboy. This is the reason why they killed Superboy. They killed him because this because they were going to court for this, and they were going to court to get the rights to Superboy, and they were winning. <laughs> and so DC said, "You know what? Fuck this. He's dead now." <laughs> and so, but when they brought him back, <laughs> mm-hmm. they can't have him be Kryptonian. Right. So he's like a cyborg now. And he's like a cyborg now, and it's it's stupid. But it just seems to me that the reason why DC will always push Batman over Superman mm. is because they owned Batman 100%, no nothing. I mean, hell, DC Comics stands for Detective Comics. 
Yeah. I don't even know a lot of people know that. <laughs> like, and, and it used to be uh, Detective Comics and Action Comics. Yes, there was Detective Comics and Action Comics, but Detective Comics was... Was Detective Comics first? Um, no, Action okay. Comics was first. Action Comics was first. Action okay. Comics was... Because Superman came. Because Superman came before Batman. Okay, yep. makes sense. Makes sense. Superman came before Batman, and the first technical comic character was... I think like Namor in some story that was written. Namor was around doing I am I forgot what it's called. I think it was called like Timeless Comics. I think it's for the same people who made who made Captain America. And the whole concept of making Captain America was to just draw a comic character that, that punches Hitler in the face. Which you know when you really think about it, mm-hmm. it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> it's like it, I mean, there's not too many things you think of that are just genius in the world, and that's one of them. That yeah. is one of them. Now, I hate to do this because, you know, a lot of people say that they get put towards the back. So we're going to put to- my brother here towards the middle. And let's let's talk about my man who's getting a little bit more attention, who's moved up to the, I mean, he's a Justice League member now. You know, he's technically one of the big seven. He's, they're trying, I think, to really make his power set, like, increase his power set overall. So but they have to. He's a techno super cyborg. And that's cyborg. That's yeah. Mr. Booyah cyborg I don't who like gets it. really done dirty. Have you watched the Lego? Have you watched the Lego movie? No, I haven't, but I heard they're good. Oh, but they're good, but they do boy cyborg so bad. Like, it's basically a, hey, guys, can I get fit in two-hour spectacle for poor cyborg? Here's the thing. For, for you guys who don't know, and anyone, I'm going to piss off some DC fans, but I don't care. Um, Cyborg's whole concept of being on the Justice League is, hey, we need a black guy. <laughs> we need a black guy, and sadly, Black Adam's not actually black. So, wasn't Black Adam just sound like a nigga though? Black yeah. Adam sounds like this some big buff nigga out there in the world. Like if you were called himself Black Adam, if you were in a superhero convention and you saw Luke Cage walk up, be like Black Adam. He looks like a Black it. Adam. You know, like you see it, he probably got dreads. <laughs> Buff ass, swole ass nigga out there in the world, mm-hmm. and I bet you he goes by Black Adam. He's probably a porn star. He, I, yeah, I can just see it. Like I see, unfortunately, I do see it. I'm like, dude, I can see that as like some nigga named Black Adam. Anyways, um, Cyborg is pretty much on the team. I'm gonna say this because no one else wants to say it. Cyborg is on the team because they needed a black guy. And well, people say, well, what about John Stewart? Well, they're pushing how. They're pushing how for Green Lantern. They might not do it for the movie, but pretty much Cyborg is on the team because they needed a black guy. He doesn't really serve a purpose. There's nothing there that he's doing that they weren't able to do before. And um, I'm mad because they fucked up my Teen Titans. Remember when Teen Titans was a thing? Remember when Teen Titans was DC's best-selling book? There's technically still a Teen Titans Oh, no, there is still a Teen Titans team, but no one gives a shit. Okay. I see him. Every time I see him, you've got, um, what's his name, Miguel. He has the little brick power, the psionic bricks. Is that the gay dude? I forget what his name is. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking about, though. Um, I forget what his actual name is. He has, like, weird brick powers. Gar apparently has de-aged for, like, the 90th time. Who, Gar? Yeah, Gar. But here's the thing. They always make him older and more mature, and then they make him a kid again. But remember when he was on the team, The Revenants? Remember them? I think they're called The Revenants. (laughs) And uh, they did a book. Um, Ian Church. Ian, um, I almost said it's Ian Churchill. Ian something drew it. I remember him from his image days. And the team was Beast Boy, but he was red for some reason. 
I was like, why is Beast Boy red? Anyways, it was Beast Boy fucking um, Fairchild from Gen 13 that was on the team. <laughs> and, yeah. Yeah, and like some random characters. Was, I was it like, like the, the Ravagers? The Ravagers, thank you. I said the Revenants. The Ravagers. And we were just like, what the fuck is this? Basically, when DC restarted their universe, they wanted the Teen Titans to be their own thing. That's right, why you right. notice Wonder Girl is never in the Wonder Woman book. If you notice Tim Drake, who goes by Red Robin now, um, Red Robin is not in the Batman books. He shows up every now and then, but for the most part, he is not even... He is over there now with the whole Robin. Well, he's there now with the Robin stuff, but that's pretty much inevitable. Like, yeah. they had to throw him in there. But, I mean, we've been doing this for five years now, and he's just now really getting the Batman books? Like, this guy was supposed to be with Batman for years. It's like, basically, they're keeping them separate. You notice the Teen Titans never show up when shit goes down. When um, Forever Justice, Injustice, or whatever that was called, where was the Teen Titans? I'm like, dude, why are these guys just so inevitable? Like, I mean, and so, like, unnecessary now. here's why. Okay. They're poorly written. (laughs) <laughs> They're currently uh, now a fairly shitty team. Mm. <laughs> I mean, overall, if you you've read some of their books, right? Yeah. The books are scattered all over the place. Each one is basically them having conflict with themselves and somebody else sneak attacking them during it. They're <sighs> like some sort of weird Gen thirteen team ripoff now. But here's the thing: the Gen the thirteen run. are have officially been announced. And once again, fuck you, DC. Which is completely ruining the Wildstorm universe. Fuck you guys for doing that. Anyways, the Gen 13 are still around somewhere. They did a special where Superboy shows up, and I guess Superboy's on the team. And, like, Superboy's now rolling with Gen 13 right now. And it's just like, what's going on? I just, I don't know. I'm a fan of the Teen Titans when... And then Kid Flash on the team? Yeah, Kid Flash. So wait, who is that? Is that Bart? That is... It ain't Wally. So that it has is, to be that is Bart, yes. No, it's Bart. The um now that I recall. Bart uh they have the kind of same futuristic idea of Bart. So Bart comes back from the future, but instead of being, you know, a kid who's stuck in virtuality, now he's a super criminal. But he was apparently justified in fighting some sort of rebellion, but labeled as a criminal Ugh. in his time, using his super speed to fight, you know, yada 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 blah. Does he at least still have his smarts? Is he at least still like hella intelligent? Um, somewhat. He's he's a different character now. He's not the same like fun loving kid character. He's kind of an asshole. Um. <laughs> okay, okay. Let me say something. Impulse was a character that was a flash. He was a flash like being um from the future. He's um Barry Allen's great nephew or something like that. But anyways, the whole concept of of Impulse was that he he was. He was not that smart. He wasn't like he was like the doofus of the group. But he was a speedster. But in one issue, Jeff Johns did more to one character in one issue than in like twenty years of the character's history. Straight up, he made him. He just he just realized, oh, everything I read, I remember. And so he went and read a whole library. Yeah, because he they had a scene where he was actually talking to, um, he was talking to Jay Garrett or no, not Wally, Jay Garrett. I think it was Wally. No, it was who was, dang it, it wasn't Jay. 
No, okay, yeah, it was Jay Garrick. They were staying well, with Jay Garrick. Yeah, he was living with Jay, Jay Garrick. Yeah, he was living with Jay Garrick, and he was talking to him about studying and telling him it's important because you can't retain things at super speed. Right. And Wally reminded him of this and said, no, you can't do that. You know, I can't do that either. You can't do that. And like you said, he was different because he had grown up. Right, exactly. At super speed. He exactly. had an issue where he was unable to live in the normal world due to a rapidly progressing kind of like aging and, you know, the way he experienced things. So he grew up in a virtual reality. This enabled him to have that ability to retain things right. at super speed. So like right. you're saying, he turned, he became a whole new character in a flash. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, like I mean, I just don't like that they just completely got rid of that, and I, and but I mean, I don't even know what's really going on in Flash. I guess I don't like Barry Allen. Uh, that's me. I don't like Barry, and the reason why I don't like Barry, and this is kind of a a, a good reason, but um, when I first started reading DC, Wally was Flash, so I started reading all the stuff, and Wally is Flash. So to me, in my brain, Wally West is Flash. So when Barry shows yeah. up again, which I think is horrible because Barry had probably the most important death in comics history. Like, his death meant something. Like, he saved trillions of lives with his death. Saved universes. Not saved, many people can say that. Exactly. Like, he really fucked some shit up. And for them to bring him back was kind of lame to me. Um, but I do like him on the show, so I guess that just works out. But, um... I like, I mean, I wish I could read more Flash. I just... Well, currently, what they've done, mm-hmm. and they're just, I think, about to wrap it up, is they're doing the... They've brought back uh, Professor Zoom. So, okay. Eobar Thawne. Okay. The actual, you know, not reverse Flash, mm-hmm. but Eobar Thawne. And they've given him kind of some disciples that he's picked up over. Basically, they're going back and they're doing the whole... They're, they're writing the show. Right. In the book. Right, right. Which is the most pointless, worthless use of their time possible. But they felt that, hey, look, we don't have shit else to do with the Flash, so let's do that. And let's be honest, I don't. I like the Flash show. I have always thought the Flash was an interesting character. I'm also a big, I'm a Wally and Impulse fan. I think I like if Wally. anybody they should have done, if they wanted to replace Wally, they should have gone with um, Impulse. They should have taken Bart Allen well, that was and the brought thing. him into the big picture. That was the thing that, that be that. That was the thing about the Flash legacy. Like, like Barry replaced Jay, Wally replaced Barry. So it was only right that Bart became the new mm-hmm. one. Well, and technically, you know, when you have the Jay and Barry thing, you actually almost have, initially at least, mm-hmm. you had two generations of superheroes from two different Earths. Right. Exactly. So you have the Justice Society mm-hmm. with Jay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Who doesn't have near technically the speed of Barry Allen from right. Earth. They were Earth 2 at the time, right? Right, yeah. So they were from Earth 2. Wait, so who are you talking about, Jay? Or, uh, Jay and those guys were Earth 1, right? Technically. Are you talking or about before backwards? Flashpoint or after Flashpoint? I'm talking about initially. Okay, initially. Jay Garrick was the original Flash. Right, but was the original called Earth 2? It wasn't Earth 2. He was just an older character. Yeah, he was just an older character. Because they were from the Justice Society. They were from the Justice Society. See, before... Before... Okay, we're about to really, like, get into some shit right here. Before um, Crisis of Infinite Earths, they were... were, The Justice Society were just a separate... We were the Justice League of a different world. Right. So, on their world, there was a Jay Garrick. 
on their world, instead of the Green Lantern was um, the Sentinel. Um, um, on their world, it was the original Green Lantern who whose powers doesn't affect wood and shit like that. The original Green Lantern. Right. Um, and um, when they decided to combine the worlds, they just said the JSA were around during World War Two. They're the old school characters, and JLA were the new characters that spun out of the JSA. So that's what they fixed it. So Jay Garrick was the original, then Barry came, then Wally, and then it was supposed to be Bart next. But I don't know what happened with all that. They they decided for some reason to take things and modify them and change some characters, I believe, pointlessly. Like, I don't think they should have gone back and changed anything with Impulse. Because they've changed, like I said, they changed the whole entire history, but... Anyway, we're gonna we're gonna move we're gonna on. on. We're gonna move on from that. Wait, how the hell did we get on Flash? We're gonna say yeah, we're talking. No, because we because Cyborg's seen Titans. Oh yeah, that's yeah, why we got into Titans. Flash. We Cyborg's gotta talk about Flash in advance. So, we, we were talking. Yeah, we we skipped to Flash. We'll get off him. We're not gonna bring him back. <laughs> he's born. He's born as shit. Sorry, Cyborg. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Cyborg. But see, this is how black characters get done in books. <laughs> we were we we started talking about him. We forgot about him in his own conversation. See, here's the problem though. Cyborg has always been. How, how do I say this? C- Cyborg's gonna be a tough character and comic to sell because he has always for years excuse me been a support character right. he's never had the potential to have his own book because everything he did was based on the team and that's with Teen Titans and now they're doing the same thing with Justice League yeah. so to me it's just like every time Marvel tries to make a Nightcrawler book and shout out to Nightcrawler. He's even on my shirt. I'm a big Nightcrawler fan. Kurt Wagner's that dude. But he doesn't need his own book. He's always... He debuted on the team. He he will always just be a dude on a team. Right, right. And so... They're trying to do the same thing with Cyborg. One thing I do like that the book did that fixed it is written by David Walker, by the way. Who's also doing the Pirate Man, Iron Man, Fist book for Marvel. But, um... One thing I like that they did was that they... <laughs> They gave Cyborg balls. Right. Because remember for years, he, he was like more robot than human. And someone was saying, oh, that's kind of fucked up that he can't reproduce. Well, this past story arc, they finally gave him a reproductive system. Well, and you know, it's kind of funny that you say that because this past story arc is essentially the Technus Imperative. <laughs> Do you remember yeah. the old Technus Imperative mm. when the Titans and JLA came together mm. and Vic was basically like, you know, a giant space station and yeah. came down and he turned into... And he kidnapped all the yeah, old he, former... All the former Titans trying to get, you know... That was a dope story arc. arc. It was a good story arc. Matter of fact, I, it is one of the books... I have the uh, the trade paperback mm-hmm. <laughs> still for that. Mm-hmm. But the, the end result going forward after that book was that he was able to take his power and make himself more humanoid as a result. Right. So essentially they're not doing something new. Mm-hmm. They're recycling yeah. with your boy Cyborg. Mm-hmm. It just feels like to me they're taking Cyborg and like you said, black man on the team. We put the brother in here, we hit the diversity line, and we're going to turn him into, like you said, Ultimate supportless. So let's give him an Oracle style role. Mm-hmm. Let's you know put him as you know you're basically their computer. Yeah. We're gonna give you access to boom tubes, all kind, whatever. Whenever we have a need that's technological, mm-hmm. you're that technological. You're gonna be that need. guy. And, and 
I get what you We say. have a black guy on the team. Now we have a black guy on the because team. Because I think, like, his personal book, mm-hmm. which, you know, I don't think it's going to go much, I, unless it's already been written out. No. I don't see it going past 12 issues. They've I mean, already, you could tell, I've been selling comics for years, and I've been reading comics for years. You could tell when a book is on its way to getting canceled. When they remove the initial artist off of the book before the first story arc. And um, Ivan Reyes was doing the art and they've already taken him off of it. That's not a good sign. When they take the artist off of it halfway through the first story arc, that means, yeah, yeah, yeah we need to put you on something else. Yeah. And I, <laughs> and I like the artist. I like the art in that book. That's. Mm hmm. It, it works, especially for Cyborg. But, mm-hmm. like you said, it's I I personally don't see my boy getting very much on his own. They're going to um, try, though. They're going to try so hard. They're going to push it. I don't think they're trying hard. It just doesn't feel... Like you said, the character doesn't... If they were trying hard, okay. they would have made a new character. Because the Justice League's been... The Justice League is a league of established heroes. Mm-hmm. One thing they haven't done without there being some ulterior motive, motive mm-hmm. is put a character on the team who's just fresh in the game. I mean, yeah, you've taken, uh, like, Green Lanterns, who are new Green Lanterns. Or you've new taken, Flash. You know, and then you've made Reserve Justice League. But I want a main a line. Character. Like, I want one of the, quote, Magnificent Seven mm-hmm. to come in like a Plastic Man. Style. I miss Plastic Man. I like Plastic Have Man. Have you read the most recent... Uh, did you read the new Injustice? No. In the, When you read the new Injustice, mm-hmm. you will appreciate the fact that in that book, they address how powerful Plastic oh, man. man is. Oh, man. No. They, they address how powerful Plastic Man is years ago in one of my favorite JLA story arcs where uh, Martian Manhunter, who I say is the most powerful being in the DC Universe... Martian Manhunter gets over his fear of fire. Mm-hmm. But it's always been his biggest clutch is that fire fucks him up. Right. He gets over that fear of fire and <coughs> excuse me. Um he kind of becomes evil. And he kind of takes over the Justice League. And the only person that can fight him is Plastic Man. And mm-hmm. the reason why is because John had, had used his psychic powers and just took over the Justice League. He right. could not control Plastic Man. He could not control Plastic Man because Plastic Man isn't made out of organic material. Correct. And so Plastic Man had to fight him. And then you start to realize, holy shit, how powerful Plastic Man is. Because, like, John Jones, he's a shapeshifter. He, he became hella huge. And then Plastic Man did the same thing. Yeah. Plastic Man's like, everything you can do, I can do. Yeah. Plastic Man had the chance to be DC's Deadpool. He had the chance, he had the ability to be their Deadpool, but just done the DC way. But for some reason, DC ain't fucking with him. Yeah. I don't know what it is. And it's weird because I've always respected that concept. When they did that with Plastic Man, uh-huh. and they recognized that in this book. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. They completely recognize that. Matter of fact, the person who recognizes it is Wonder Woman as the god, you know... As we know, Wonder Woman is that person to yeah. say, hey, that's a threat. Yeah. You like, don't. Blast him is a problem. Yeah. He walks into a room, they're basically like, well, you do not hold back. Matter of fact. If he starts anything, oh, yeah. be relentless. Oh, yeah. So I remember he, the Dark Knight book, the second Dark Knight book that Frank Miller wrote. I remember they had to bust him out of jail. I remember there was precautions. They were scared. They're right. like, we don't know. This motherfucker's crazy. He's unpredictable. And he's insanely powerful. Because 
no one can really stop him. Yeah. If he wants to be fast, he'll be fast. He'll be as fast as the Flash. If he wants to be able to fly, there's scenes where he became a fake Superman and was flying. And they're just like, what is the limit to what this guy can do? And I think that what they've recognized with him, just so people understand, is he's not just plastic like a elongated man or Mr. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. What Plastic Man's ability is he has total control of his molecular structure at a subatomic level. Yes. So whether increasing it, decreasing it, mm-hmm. um, stretching it, you know, and he uses it in a lot of more what people consider goofy ways. Yeah. But he could change color to yes. degree. For a while, you know, they didn't show him doing that as much. Mm-hmm. He'd be the same kind of color. He'd mm-hmm. kind of look like the object he turned into. Mm-hmm. But he just would think that was funnier. Mm-hmm. They showed that, you know, he can do what he wants. So when people talk about, like, you have the ability to... You know, control molecules that are away from you. He can do it on his own person, and that's almost even more dangerous. Exactly, I agree one hundred percent, and that's what I'm saying. It's like Plastic Man was that dude. I don't understand why in the new Fifty Two, I don't think he's even shown up at all, and that's why I'm like, I don't understand it. But yeah, and trust me, like I said, that's in an Injustice book. That's not even in the yeah. That's not even in the actual. That's a whole different thing. And And the Injustice book has to be pretty good. I mean, we're going on like what three, four years now. Yeah, I think this is year four. This is year Year four. four. So it's like it's pretty good, and they've still only got the one game out. I think they're doing number two here pretty soon. They need to because Injustice was great. Injustice was good. I want. um, Who do you want to see in the next Injustice book? Book or game? I mean, the game. I'm sorry. And the next game. Oh, see, that's hard. Um, Could have done all the Justice League. Yeah, they they've done all the Justice League. They've done some of the other characters, of course. You you got Deathstroke, you've got Harley mm-hmm. Quinn, mm-hmm. you've got um, is Power Girl in it now? No, they yeah. they haven't done Power Girl, so that's someone they could See, do. I think I'd almost want to say Power Girl, but you know, I'd want to say I want Red Hood. Red Hood. Red Hood would be good. Give Red me Hood, Red Hood. Give me instead of Nightwing. Give me Grayson. Um, okay. I want Damien. Yeah, see, I don't know, that's... See, you've already gone very Batman-heavy. That's almost... But, but, would you take any characters out to replace them? Would you take you Nightwing out? So, Nightwing's in it, right? Well, well, no, that's what I'm saying. Instead of Nightwing, give me Damien. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think. You see, that's the problem with the Injustice book, was that they really just threw everybody in there to the point where you're just kind of like, all right, there really isn't anyone else we can really do. Because they already done Harley Quinn. They've already done Deathstroke. So I'd put Plastic Man in. I would okay. I would definitely I would put, put Plastic, Plastic Man. Man in. I would definitely put um, Plastic Man in there. Um, we're going off that. Um, so Plastic Man's in. Sinestro's in. I want Firestorm. Uh, Firestorm would be interesting. Give me Firestorm. Give me Captain Cold. Okay. Let me get Captain Cold, especially now that he's a Justice League member. Like. Give me Captain Cold. And the only reason why he's a Justice League member is because Jeff Johns has a hard-on for Captain Cold. I don't know what it is about Captain Cold, but Jeff Johns loves this character. And Jeff Johns started in DC by doing Flash. And all of a sudden, he just kept writing about Captain Cold. He kept, and I don't know, he just fell in love with the character. And yeah. now that he's doing Justice League, now Captain Cold's on the team. Yeah, it's, similar to, it's similar to when Bendis was writing Avengers and just threw Daredevil on the team. You're like the fuck is he doing here but <laughs> i felt the same with captain cold i'm just like when a smoke clears captain cold is a dude with a gun yeah 
Yep. It's like Punisher being on the team. Like, we have Punisher on the Avengers. Hell, he's Punisher's guy who's really, really good with every gun. But that's what I'm saying. But the Punisher will be even better because Punisher will just really start shooting motherfuckers and throwing grenades and shit. So what do we do? That's oh, what I'm saying. Yeah. I didn't kill everybody already. We don't yeah. have to do anything else. But um, we don't have to do anything. But no. I want Captain Cold. Um, oh, this is tough. See, especially want, from the Injustice book. I want Super. I want Supergirl. I want Lois Lane. I know she got shot. And she's supposed to be dead. Aww. Have her come back as Zombie Lois. It's <laughs> <laughs> not a bad idea. And then Superman rage out every time. It's like a special thing when Superman rages when he sees him. Wow, wow, this is really tough. I'm trying to think here. That's a tough one. Especially because that universe is different. Because if we were to go to mainstream, I could throw in, like, you know, give me mech suit Batman. You know? Okay. Have the suit be able to break mid-match so he can only take so much damage. Okay. And then he falls into the weaker Gordon. Okay. I could dig that. I could definitely... I could dig that. Um, Well, they did... They did Arrow... Um. They did flash. Fuck. What else? All the main, all the main people are there. You'd have to almost start going to. to you know who'd be good? Huh? Gar. I put Gar. Oh, animal. Oh man, yeah. Beast Boy. And I give him like four tens So give him like a flying one, like a bird one. Give him a rhino one. Give him Beast. a monkey. one. I can see him in like every single attack, like the combos. He's turning into different animals. Yeah, exactly. Ugh. That'll be clean. Yeah, That'll be fucking trill. I'm all for that. I would Gar fuck would with good. that. I would fuck with that so heavy. I want him. Give me Miss Martian. Miss Martian, huh? See me, Miss Martian. We already got more. Give me the Mexican Blue Beetle. Okay. Okay, with the suit. With the yes, suit, give me Mexican the... Blue Beetle. Give me Superboy. Wait, give me wait, Superboy. Which Superboy? I, I want Earth Prime? Young Justice Cartoon Okay, Superboy. Con give L. me Superboy. Give me Con. Let me get Con. Let me get Con L. Like, okay. don't, y'all did my boy Con bad. I'm not even a Marvel dude, but there's some DC characters I really champion for. So you want to give Con was that whole nigga. thing to a family. I want Con. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm like, fuck. I'm not going to uh, give you, gotta, you need a cyborg. I'm not. Uh, God damn it. Uh, give me Grifter. Y'all think it's on DC. You all lost on Midnight. Yes. Yes. Midnighter. Why do we both think at the same time? Why do we both think at the same time? Yo, DC, watch this shit. Watch this shit. Watch this shit. Give me my nigga Midnighter. I've been champion for Midnighter. I was the first authority nigga out here. No one was fucking with the authority before me. I was the first one. I was like, yo, are y'all people reading this? This is like the best shit I've ever read. I I gotta give it to him. People did not believe me. I got authority solely because of this man right here. I solely because had no I was like, look, dude, I'm bored with things like the Justice League, I'm bored with the fucking X-Men. Like, I want something gritty. Like, why don't they take these characters to the next? And he was like, Jenny Sparks in the authority. Yes. Enjoy. I picked up every single book. Matter of fact, if I want to get it right now, I've if you pick up the first book in this little suitcase I got right next to me of just comic books because all my boxes in the closet, first book is Authority. Authority the second book squad. will be, I mean, just volumes of every issue they could have. Now, we'll get into this a little bit later, maybe, but... But since we're on DC real quick, I want to say the new Midnighter book is fucking fantastic. Yeah. It's probably the best book DC has made in years. And, I have, and, I, and I'm, I'm all for it. Because I'm the authority head. I'm like, authority's the squad. I hate why it's the best book, though. I hate 
that they're really pushing the gay agenda on him because Midnighter is gay. And if you read the book, they really push that. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong. I mean, I have nothing against gay characters, but the thing is, is that they really, I feel like they're pushing kind of sort of an agenda with it. And I'm just like, I don't, I don't really care that he's gay. Like, to me personally. Like, okay, it's cool that he's gay, but I don't need to be consistently reminded and shown all the time. And, right, like, right, right. I just care. One of the concepts I liked about him was that the, he was gay. And he was the most dangerous person on the team. But that didn't mean anything. Right. Like, right. it didn't mean anything. Like, so what right. that he's gay? I don't care. He's here to save the world. That's all I, I care I'm with you there. I'm with you. I don't like that it's, it's too much of the story. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, look. I... No problems with it. Yeah. No issues with, you know, the the overarching storyline, but mm-hmm. you're substituting pages of action or additional dialogue, mm-hmm. which would be good, for definitely pushing that agenda a little too hard. And, I don't know, it makes the character feel a little more forced yeah. and needlessly aggressive where, you know, before he was a very tactical character, where right. now it kind of seems like anytime somebody says something, he gets, like, horribly upset and offended. Yeah. And then acts almost irrationally, where before, you know, it was it was a much more subtle thing. Yeah. No, you know, it, it, it was, you knew, because yeah. he had a boyfriend. Right. I mean, there's... That was on insane, the team with him. Yeah, <laughs> on the team with him. I mean, they'd wake up in bed together, they'd mm-hmm. go to bed at night together. I mean, they, they had all those scenes and all this, but, like you're saying, it wasn't pushed and exactly the feeling of that push is right. it just kind of messes up the con- especially because of how good a read it is well yeah i mean well, the whole concept of the authority was that you don't care about their personal lives it's about them saving the world who cares about what they do when they're not kicking ass that was the whole point and the whole concept of the authority it's just super heroics non-stop we don't care about their personal lives. We don't care who they're dating. Yeah, those two are married. Yeah, they're in love. But they're, they're, it's not about that right now. It's yeah. about them doing their fucking thing and whooping ass. Yeah. So it's like, that's what I wanted. And I, I imagine I had to wait six issues for Apollo to finally show up. I like squealed in joy when I saw that. I'm like, because Apollo and Midnight need to be there together. Basically, <coughs> excuse me. Apollo and Midnight are pretty much Superman and Batman. Right. DC <coughs> completely X'd his characters out because Warren, it was Warren Ellis, the creator, his sick, twisted joke about what if Superman and Batman were gay lovers. That's the whole concept of Apollo and Midnighter. It's what if Superman and Batman were gay lovers. And since DC owns Wildstorm, DC was like, uh, fuck you. <laughs> and completely just got rid of that whole concept and it pissed me the fuck off because it was great. That was, that was great characters, but they brought them back. And Midnighter, everyone should go pick it up. Yeah, Midnighter is great. Um, it, it's just awesome. It's a great it's book. Just, it's, I have nothing else to say other than awesome. Well written. Yeah, easy, Shout out easy nine out of ten. Steve Orlando. Get off great the gay agenda for a minute and just write the character. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got to say. Done deal. Um, next up, we got to talk about somebody who has had a fairly big but almost all too familiar change and that's our boy Lanner. Hal the Gauntlet Jordan 
What the fuck is going on with that? So apparently <laughs> he's got instead of he's got an infinitely gauntlet, he's got an infinitely green gauntlet. Green gauntlet. That's what I was. That's what I looked like. I was like, oh, dude. So they just did infinity gauntlet. Like, yeah. Like, look, we have the power of our light here is more powerful than everything in the universe. Because if you notice, what they've started to do is now they've gone that extra step further mm-hmm. and said that the emotional spectrum is almost essentially the infinity gauntlet. So they have multiple lights. Over the past few years, you know, they've mm-hmm. gone away from the just green and yellow, you know, where it used to be. Well, the yellow ring was forged on Quard and, you well, know, yeah. the Quardians, you know, they were weaponeers. And right. they, it was simply forged. It wasn't, you know, something created by these guardian beings right. or tapped into. Now there's an emotional spectrum that contains a light. Each light, based on the colors indigo, violet, red, orange, yeah, Roygibiv, basically, (laughs) Um, they mean different things. So there's, you know, love, compassion, sex with your uncle, all kinds of weird, (laughs) ugly shit that, you know, nobody cares about. Now, what they've done is they've given now Hal a gauntlet that gives him a rougher control over the green emotional spectrum that's technically supposed to be more powerful than a normal ring. <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to be more powerful. I don't understand the point of it. I don't understand why when he put it on, he does he does he turn into a nineties character with the jet long jacket and long hair. I don't understand it. I think it's the right I think it's Robert Vendetti writing it. I think it's his way of trying to get away of what what Jeff Johns did, which is stupid. <laughs> because Jeff Johns did a great job with it. Dude, I have an answer for you. You can't wear gloves without long hair and a cape like jacket. <laughs> you remember, you're as old as I am. You know it was like in the 80s. Everybody had, if you weren't in all leather, you had to have a cape on. Yeah, and you have at least one glove. You just, yeah, that's how you. That's what Hal's doing right now. He's like, Leonard. Oh, so he's saying. So he's turning to Michael Jackson. He's turning to Michael Hal Jackson. Jackson. Look, Hal Jackson right now. He's out there and he's grooving through the universe. You know. The secret, the and you Jackson know what else? Member. He's huh. a smooth criminal. He is because smooth. he stole the glove. He's a smooth criminal, and you know what? He had to beat it. He had to beat it immediately <laughs> after he stole the club. I'm scared of how many Michael Jackson references you're fitting in this. But that's all right, though. That's all right, though. That's all right. All right let's keep it real. That's what, that's what my man did. All right. So he took the glove, and now he's like Corsar the Space Adventurer for DC. Yeah. You know, which, I don't know. I'm The storylines aren't extremely bad, but they're somewhat boring. Mm-hmm. They're, they don't capture me as epic storylines. I'm more interested, honestly, in what I feel is kind of going as a slower book, and that's what's happening with the rest of the Lanterns right. over in what I what's supposed to be like the older universe with mm-hmm. uh, Corona and um, what's the big dude's name? Uh, Galactus? No. This is DC, homie. Oh, no, no. Because <laughs> I was thinking, you said Cronoa? Uh, Corona, uh, the blue dude, right? Yeah, the blue yeah, dude. because he fought Galactus in JLA versus Marvel, right? That's right, why right, JLA right. Avengers. That's why, yeah, I, yeah, that's yeah. why I thought you. No, nah, he's about. with the other dude, Relic. Oh, Relic. Okay. Him and Relic, yeah, or him and Relic, are also with the other Green Lanterns <laughs> mm-hmm. in the original universe. So I'm, I'm more interested in how they're going to try to wrap up this whole emotional warfare storyline because apparently before 
everybody had light powers. Like, yeah. you didn't even have rings. It was like, man, we got stabs, we got bows, we got whips, we got, yeah. you know. Like, I saw a guy sitting on 22-inch lights. You know what I mean? He had, he had a green light, yeah. he had a yellow light, he had an orange light, and an indigo on the back. Homeboy was pimping. But that's what I'm saying. That's what I thought the glove was going to be for. Like, he would be the first one to harness all of them. Second. Ah, oh, yeah, because um, Kyle Rayner was yes. the torchbearer. Matter of fact, they brought that up in the chat is, you know, why did they just make him Ion? Here's the reason why they didn't make him Ion. If you made him Ion... He couldn't have that stupid looking haircut <laughs> and the cape like uh, trench coat. So the '90s trench coat, exactly. The coat over spandex. <laughs> you know, you can't, you can't do that. Man. I miss Iron yeah. because to me, and this goes back to what I said earlier in this podcast. I said when I first started reading DC, Wally was Flash, but Kyle Kyle Rayner was Green Lantern. So to me, in my head, Kyle Rayner is Green Lantern. Everything like, new, Kyle's better. To me, he's not. Kyle is a more interesting Green Lantern he because he's an artist. So exactly. the constructs he was more have creative. to be more interesting every yeah. time. He was and more creative with it. Whether emotionally, whether mm-hmm. in battle, it uh-huh. was always a lot more creative. Kyle so. was that dude. Yeah. And I liked another cool aspect I liked about Kyle was that he was new. And just because he was the Green Lantern, he was automatically put on Justice League. And like you got this guy who was just like a month ago, just a regular dude. And now he's up here with Superman. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, and Batman. Yeah, yeah. And he, he acted like it. One of the coolest things I liked that Kyle Rayner always did was that he would actually call Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman. He'd be like, yeah. uh, excuse me, um, Wonder Woman? And she would always correct him. Stop calling me Wonder Woman. <laughs> like, it's Diana. It's Diana. Call me by name. Like, he's see, like, I'm sorry. See. I feel, and one of my favorite lines he said, he said, I'm sorry. I feel like I'm just, I feel like I'm playing with the Beatles right now or something. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. And so like well, him and Wally developed a friendship because Wally was there. Wally had never been on the Justice League before, actually, actually, until they did the JLA. Like Wally had never been on the league. So he was just as new to this as he was. So he was like, let me help you through this. Yeah. I'm still kind of used to this. Because they were around the same age, but Wally had been doing it longer ago. He was a kid. So Wally was superheroing, but he hadn't played the big league. Exactly, but he hadn't been big league. Hadn't been superheroing exactly. or playing the big league. And that was a cool little aspect. And one thing they added in the JLA books, I will never forget, and I will always say this. I remember in the final story arc, you know, the world's going to shit. And, and they, they really needed Green Lantern to do something. Green Lantern was getting, Kyle was getting scared. He's like, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I can do this. I'm no Hal Jordan. And throughout the whole book... People kept saying, well, you're no Hal Jordan. And like he's fighting like all these old villains. And the old villains are used to fighting Hal. So right. they're talking mad shit, though. I'm like, dude, you ain't shit. You ain't Hal Jordan. And so that kind of like got to him. He was like, dude, I'm not Hal Jordan. I know I'm not Hal Jordan. And Metreon, you know Metreon from the New Gods, mm-hmm. says to him, you will surpass him. And he was like, what are you talking about? I can't surpass Hal. And he says, you will surpass Hal because you know the one thing he never did. And they were like, what's that? He said, fear. He said, this is why you will beat him. This is why you will be better. And then Jeff John said, fuck that. <laughs> All done. We're bringing back how, And we're going to have this book be one of the top ten sellers in DC history. And then we're going to make a movie that sucks. And <laughs> oh, God, that movie was terrible. The movie was about as bad as giving him a glove and a long hair and a trench coat. No, it was worse than that. The Green Lantern, the Green Lantern movie sucks because... Everything? Well, yeah, well, <laughs> they really tried to, like, make him Iron Man in that movie. Like, while I was watching it, 
for the first time. I had to go outside and look at the the, 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 the poster, make sure I was watching Green Lanterns or the Iron Man. I'm like, is this is this Hal Jordan? Because he doesn't act like Hal Jordan. But who yeah. knows? We'll see. Like, who we'll, we'll see. Uh, yeah, that we won't. We won't <laughs> see. No. Well, they're doing a Green Lantern movie. Don't do it again. They're doing but a Green Lantern don't movie. Skip that. Do like they did with the Hulk with the Avengers. If it didn't work as well. Just don't do it. You don't Just need don't to do it. it. You got it right with the, you know, you got one part of it right with the Avengers. Leave it at that. Yeah. All right? Don't bother. You got other things you could be doing. I don't need to see a, you know, Dark Knight Rises quality, you know, uh, JLA or Green Lantern movie. I don't and want a dark Green Lantern movie. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't, I don't want, want a dark Green Lantern movie, and I don't want a frilly Green Lantern movie. I want you to not to do a Green Lantern movie. How about that, guy? <laughs> no, I want a team in one of your movies. Matter of fact, add them to Batman versus Superman. You've added everybody else. Well, everyone game, else is there. I, I, heard, yeah. I heard, and this is, you heard it here first. I have sources. I'm being told that the end of the Justice, the Batman versus, <laughs> the end of the Batman versus Superman movie ends with the Justice League. We see all of them. Yeah, I'm sure. We see every single one of them. I don't think Green Lantern is there. Because in all honesty, I think they're fighting to see if they should do Hal or if they should do John. I well, think they already fighting. have their black guy quota with Cyborg. Aha! <laughs> <laughs> the quota's already met. Ha 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 ha! You the Oh yeah, well, I said in the podcast One drop before, theory. The one nigga quota. The one yeah. nigga quota. Um, but things have changed recently. What kind of thing? No, Cyborg's still black. We just had him up. No, things have changed recently. Oh. Here's the deal. Changing races of characters is now in. That's the thing now. That's what everyone's talking about. If he could be Asian, could we give him the power of the Iron Fist and the Green Lantern? The power of the Green Fist. That's racist. <laughs> the Green Fist. I bet you there's a karate movie out there. Called the Green Fist. Technically, I'm he got the gauntlet, so he's like the Green Fist right now. My man got it. <laughs> he got it right here. But no, here's the deal. Making characters a different ethnicity is in right now. And I, I've already told you how I feel about it, but they don't make these movies for me. They're, people are going to push for Jon Stewart. They're going to push for Jon Stewart. And let's be honest... John Stewart is more popular than Hal Jordan. And the reason why I say that is because more people watch the cartoon than read the comics. That's true. That was a great cartoon, though. It was fantastic. That was a fantastic cartoon. Fact, speaking that of which, like awesome. can I give a big fuck you to Netflix for taking it off? Why would they do that? They took off Justice know. League and... Um, they took out Justice League, they took out Young Justice, and they took out... Um, Justice League, the other one, like um, unlimited, unlimited. Yeah, I think it was called unlimited. But uh, yeah, the other yeah, Justice League horrible. one. They took out all the that's Justice League just this year. Like, we gotta kick the year like this. We gotta I kick mean, the year off with like all this? you've done for Mar- for comic book media this year. Netflix, you can do that. That's cold. Something tells me that I. You smell that? You smell that? What's that? What's that? I smell Disney. Oh. I smell Disney. Disney's like, well, since we're giving you guys so much revenue with Daredevil and Jen, Jessica Jones, can you do us a favor? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> because yeah. why would they get rid of that? Like, why would they get rid of that unless I, I smell Disney? I smell Disney. Disney's like, yo, fuck these guys over here. And these are like some brutal businessmen. They don't give a fuck 
They don't care. Oh boy! No, seriously. Cutting throats. <laughs> seriously, like South Park handles Mickey Mouse so well, like yeah. a cutthroat oh, yeah. evil oh, yeah. businessman. And still, they. I mean, it had to be okay for TV. All right, so let's just put it that way with South Park. They still had to make it okay for TV. Mm-hmm. It would have been much colder. Yeah, seriously. Just, just, Mickey Mouse don't claim no Mickey shit. Mickey Mouse ain't right? no bitch. Mickey Mouse don't play no shit. You, you tuck your pot, you tuck your wallet when Mickey coming by. Oh shit, man! I'm gonna tuck my shit in. You know seriously, what I'm seriously. But um, all right. So Green Lantern kind of sucks. Now we have another character. Um, I would say the Green Lantern Hal book kind of sucks. The the other book right now with um Guy Gardner, John Stewart, the entire rest of the Lanterns. Mm-hmm. It's it's. It's okay. It's not a bad book. It's interesting to see what they're doing, but they it's only because the Hal book sucks so bad. Well, they've completely ruined, in my opinion, they've completely ruined um, everything that Jeff Johns built up when he rebuilt the Lantern Corps, and like everybody had their own point and purpose. And now I don't even know what's going on in the Green Lantern Corps. Like, you know, it's just. I just don't know. I don't know. So, it, but here's what makes you feel better about that. Okay. Neither do the Green Lanterns. Boom. I so, just don't know. Let's go. With, let's go with the next one. Here's another. I just don't know, and I, I frankly don't give a fuck. But I'm gonna bring him up because he's one big. Martian Manhunter is apparently split off into like five different personalities or some shit like that, and he's now like got one called Biscuits. Which I thought if he was the only personality and they were going to make him some sort of weird, strange character who just lost his fucking mind, mm-hmm. I thought it would have been interesting. You know, like this weird character who would be super powerful, but walks around talking about biscuits and, you know, he's just... If he was just a weird character that had lost his way, you know, has a little mask thing over his face, I would be okay with it. But he's also apparently a black guy, a full Martian. Yeah. You know, yeah. and then another full Martian... And then the original John Jones is technically still there also, but they're all different aspects of him. My pro- you different see, ways. It's like just so bad. My problem with it, once again, and is that Martian Manhunter, they just don't know what to do with him. They don't know what to do. I don't understand why Martian Manhunter is not on the Justice League. I, I, I think I would like to have an explanation for why the most, pretty much the most powerful being in the DC Universe is not on the Justice League. Like... I need an explanation for this. I think I know why. Okay. I think that they've... One of the things they want to do is they wanted to make a female character the most powerful character on the Justice League. But they couldn't write out all the Justice League books. And that's why they depowered Superman and made Wonder Woman. You the know, problem Wonder is... Wonder Woman is essentially Superman. Look, follow, follow me here for a second. Follow, okay, I'll follow you. Follow but then I'm about to shut it down. <laughs> Go ahead. Right. Okay. And I think that's almost one of their ways to start competing with the Avengers team. Okay. Because... They have such powerful heroes on their team mm-hmm. that you have to give them ridiculous fucking villains to fight mm-hmm. as far as the Justice League goes. Yeah. You almost have to, you know, create gods to give them things. Well, yeah. So they've they wanted to, I think, flesh out Martian Manhunter without him being on the team and kind of in a shitty way, of course, because I don't agree with it. Mm-hmm. But give him more of a history, give him more of the tie to Mars that he has. Because for, you know, one reason or another, they bring it up in every book he's in, regardless mm-hmm. if he's on a team or another, that mm-hmm. Mars, he lost his home. Yeah. Okay, and that's very sad. And it's it takes him a very fucking long time to get over this shit, apparently. Like, ridiculously long time. Like, dude, I'm sorry well, that your home planet died. 
Like, I really wish Goku would teleport to their location <laughs> yeah. and then hit, hit his home planet with a command man and never have to deal with any more Martians but other the than problem, Manhunter again. I get what you're saying, but the problem is is that in the Justice League book, the Justice League books have nothing to do with what's going on in Superman. In the Justice League book, Superman has his full power. No, I'm saying, I know they have the other books just to, you know, keep mm. them separate, but mm. I think that the team is still OP, and that's part of the thing is you, you basically, with Martian Manhunter over the years, he's Superman. He's more than Superman. <laughs> he's more than Superman, but he's, they would never let him truly beat Superman. Exactly, exactly. That's why he's exactly. basically Superman, because he should be more than Superman. He is more but than Superman. He's Superman because, you know what? Your race was died off, and you came as an alien from another planet to our planet, mixed in as a human with John Jones, and now here you are, the super powerful being who's somehow connected to humanity and wants to help them on your newfound home. You are uh, super fucking man. Yeah, he is Superman. And matter of fact, one of my favorite and one of the most creative comic books ever created was this being came to Earth and he his planet is supposed his his race is supposed to take over the planet. And um they were going to uh uh erase they wanted they're gonna take over the planet, but they had to get rid of the Justice League. And so they convinced this powerful psychic to convince the world to forget the Justice League. Forget the Justice the J the Justice League of America. Forget the Justice League of America. He gets saying a bunch of times to the whole world forgot what Justice League of America is. But then the then the psychic was like, wait a minute, let me peer into this dude's mind. So he peered into the alien's mind and realized, oh shit, they're trying to they're trying to take over. So he says, wait, wait. And he says to the whole world, remember the Justice League of up and the guy beats him up and knocks him out. So everyone remembers Justice League of A. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so every Justice League member forms their own Justice League with an A in it. Superman formed the Justice League of Aliens. <laughs> with Superman, Martian Manhunter, um, Lobo was on the team, Starfire. <laughs> I like Lobo. And, oh, yeah, but another thing. Fuck you, DC, for what you did to Lobo. You see No, what they didn't do nothing to Lobo. You apparently killed Lobo. And I'm sorry that you did that. <laughs> then you created Lobo, or Laobu, who is this new character who has no fucking thing to do with Lobo at all. But it's an interesting storyline. You could have named him something different, like Chris the Snake, for all I give a shit. <laughs> Chris the Snake! <laughs> but he's not Lobo. He's not you Lobo. killed Lobo. And I do like the fact that they actually killed the regular Lobo to show that this piece of shit has nothing to do with the character we all know and love. I don't. I didn't know that they killed Lobo. I didn't know that they killed the oh, other in, in his book. This is one of the first thing he does. You do not remember this? I didn't read the book. Lobo, Lobo killed Lobo. And he's like, his the whole thing is like you. He's oh, you didn't fuck with it at all. I didn't fuck okay. with it. The whole first thing is basically like, <laughs> apparently Lobo has been claiming to be him. Is the way they wrote it out. Like, the, the Lobo that we know. The real Lobo is apparently the fake Lobo. Like, you know, Deadpool kind of uh, like, writing. You yeah. know, where, like, T-Man is not really who he is because you're not really who you is. Your name really Jake. But the experiments happened to this dude, and you went crazy, too, because of Formula X. And, you know, now we're all Deadpool. But kind of like that whole storyline of things. And he killed him off. I mean, it was really quickly. But then they're trying to make this, like, more strategic level Lobo who's not Lobo. But yeah. anyway, off that. So, Martian Manhunter. Sorry. Yeah, no, it's all good. Martian Manhunter. Martian Manhunter's book is confusing. 
I don't um, get it. I have no idea where they're going with this. Wherever you're going, get there quickly and cancel this shit. All right? Put him back on a big team and learn to write a fucking character. Thank you. I'm I just don't like... Mars blow up Mars. Bring a Saiyan to your universe and just blow the fucking planet up. They do that. It's like their, their whole life is to live over having a planet destroyed in some way. Bring Frieza, Cell, whoever the fuck you want, they will blow up a planet. Big, small, large, several planets. They got gods now. You can bring one of them over. Anybody can use a deity. Get rid of that shit, all right? I'm just kind of like... I'm just kind of like... I don't like that they're trying to turn him into... I feel like they're trying to turn him into Vision. You know how Vision doesn't feel like connected to everyone because he's an android? Like, they turned him into their Vision now. And, like, well, he's this, never had that problem. This dumb motherfucker connected to, like, five other people. It's, he got friends. Don't tell I me don't he feels like alone. I don't like it. He got it. five friends. I don't that's care a game. For it. But that's me. That's a game. If, if they were anything, all black, they'd be arrested. There's if only anything, one black the guy, Justice so League okay. would want to keep him close because of how powerful he is. They wouldn't want him just roaming about and just doing shit. Like, they wouldn't want him doing that. Like, nah, this dude's too powerful. He needs to be rolling with us. Like, let true, him just stay here true, with us. True. Very true. Very true. All right. Well, all in all, in 2015, the DC Universe, for the most part, very confusing. We have no idea what you guys are doing. Although the Dark Side War, Dark Seed War, is a pretty interesting book. I I've liked that one out of anything else going. Um, it's classic Jeff Johns. Batman, Jeff Johns is good at that. Yeah, Batman. He has. If you're a fan, he has good stuff here and there. Superman, fucking weird. Um, Wonder Woman, pretty good actually. Uh, mm. As far as it's an okay read, nothing mm. special. Cyborg. Good first little book, but expect him to be gone very quickly. Unfortunately. Green Lantern. Gauntlet of sucks, basically. <laughs> um, don't even know why. Uh, Martian Manhunter, just say. And The Flash is basically the same ball. Hopefully they find a place for him. But moving on past that and all those Robins into the wonderful Marvel Universe. Where we had... <laughs> wonderful... Um, we had one of the, what they considered their biggest events. And it was actually a big event. They did make a lot of changes, which is very odd because the changes have already come, but the fucking event hasn't ended. Are we talking <laughs> about Secret Wars? I'm talking about Secret Wars. Because there's really only two things that happened, um, big things. Mm-hmm. There was the smaller but fairly crucial storyline of uh, the Black Vortex. Mm-hmm. And that's where, you know, Captain Universe came back through... Uh, the portal into, you know, the universes, nexus realities, whatever right. the hell it was. And then you have, from there, you have the entire Secret Wars. Now, the Secret Wars, what they were looking to do here is they decided that we're going to... We're going to finally condense our universes. We've had this run with the Ultimates universe. Mm-hmm. We've had this run with the 616 universe. And now we just need to bring one to a close but we have characters that are making money we have young characters that disney wants that will make more money they're ethnic they are female they are ready for prime disney time exactly so rather than kill off that universe what we need to do is we need to take one of the best possible villains that has ever been created give him an awesome introduction storyline mm-hmm. give him an awesome possibility into a world uh you talking about doom 
Doom. Oh, okay. Oh, Doom. Absolutely Doom. Doom. Oh, okay. Yeah. We, we, we don't know the world Doom. battle, battle okay. world. You know, okay. we, got, we got our battle world. Yeah, yeah. Give him all of this and then bring it to a very short and kind of awkward close so far as, as far as I'm concerned. I don't feel that they fleshed out their biggest event that well. Well, of course not because, I mean, I remember when Secret Wars was only supposed to be six issues. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I honestly think Jonathan Hickman wrote himself into a hole. And he was just like, fuck, I need more space. And they were like, all right, we'll give it to you. The problem with that is that it's now overlapped their their rebooted universe. I mean, fuck, Spider-Man issue number five already came out. And they're still not done with Secret Wars. Oh, I thought it's, it was six. <laughs> see? Like, like, it's like, this has been the biggest clusterfuck I've ever seen in an event in history. And I hate that it happened with Marvel. It's, it's still a good read. It's still a great comic. But you could just tell that Marvel was way in over their heads. They were way in over their heads. More than they thought they were. And it's some amateurish ass shit. And... and I'm just, I just, I'm just waiting for it to be over. Yeah, I, I'm feel the same way. And I was, like I said, I was really, really excited for the concept of God Doom. I love the way they wrapped <laughs> up um, the builders kind of the builders slash Beyonder mm-hmm. saga mm-hmm. with Doom, Molecule Man, you know, and Strange basically mm-hmm. meeting the Beyonders head on, and Doom figuring out the one thing that these all powerful beings can't deal with properly right. you know the one reason why you know if you're all powerful you could have destroyed us time before time yeah, like, exactly you can't manipulate this one fundamental being which mm-hmm. is the reason why you are entities if not you know right. you you would be true god so him usurping power in a in a level that we've seen you know, we've seen Doom almost stumble upon before. Mm-hmm. He takes a young Beyonder's power. Exactly. He takes the power, he converts vibranium, and he's the first person to actually take down Wakanda. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's a mm-hmm. huge step. Wakanda's never been conquered except for by Doom. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, you have Doom who's taking the power of the Silver Surfer yeah. at different periods of time. So, Doom doing this is one not outside his character so it makes him a perfect plant to do this mm-hmm. doom is respected amongst anybody who who knows their villains right when you know your villains you know that doom is that dude who you don't need powers mm-hmm. you are self-taught you are self-badass you weren't born with the ability of magnetism you weren't born as some benevolent god on some war world no you are self-made mm-hmm. you are godlike yeah, exactly. And no, who else other than Doom? I loved when um, Stephen Strange ran into... Because there was like a group of characters who actually survived the original world. They It was... Uh, and, you know, they go and they find out the Strange. And they're like, oh my god, that's the Strange. Like, yo, like, what's up? And he's like, yo, the world is ran by Doom now. And they're like, oh my god, Doom is so villainous. And Doctor Strange explained to them. He said, you, you don't get it. Doom, because they're asking Strange, they're like, why are you working with this guy? Like, why are you working with Doom? And he says, you don't understand. Doom was the only one that could fix it. Out of everybody, everyone on this planet, no one could have done it. None of us had that willpower. But Dr. Doom did. Not only that, but Strange also notes, it was presented to Strange 
first. Mm-hmm. The power was presented to him first, and he couldn't do let it. it go to Doom. Yeah, he because said he, like he, couldn't, said, do he it. couldn't do it. He couldn't do it. Not capable because He's not capable. Doom, and that's the one thing that I think has been explored in some Elseworlds, Elseworlds comics pretty mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. And you know this kind of, and I hope they don't write this in because I. Watching this in the entire business era, I think he read one book and he's written the entire Marvel Universe based off it. Mm-hmm. But Doom, if not for Mr. Fantastic, if not for that crazy obsession, would be the greatest hero the Earth has known. Yeah. Just like Magneto would be a greater leader than Xavier yeah, if I'd Xavier wasn't in the, you know, wasn't in the limelight. Yeah. Because these characters... This one event, this one person, this one being has defined them so that it has broken them as a character. Yeah. So without that person standing in their way, I mean, you know, much Lex Luthor. Without Superman, Lex Luthor in many storylines goes on to create and save humanity. There's one storyline that I love with him where they actually start showing where he extends everybody on the planet's life for like several, mm-hmm. like a couple hundred years. Mm-hmm. Has kids, they like prosper and prosper. But basically, it turns out that Earth ends up being Krypton right. over time. That, and, so. Yeah, and it, and you know, over time, basically, you gave so much to the world that mm-hmm. you create that Superman that you end up hating so much. You know I what I mean? That. And you know, who better than Doom? You know what I'm saying? Who better? What better villain than Doom to do this? So Secret Wars, I mean, it's good. It's really well. It you have to sit through a lot. It's like a Quentin Tarantino film. It's yeah. like you have to sit through a lot, but when you finally get to it, you're like, okay, now we're getting somewhere. Yeah. Now we're getting somewhere. See, and the only thing I I would have rather see is all the sub books that they wrote. Mm-hmm. I wish rather than write a lot of those independent storylines, they would have fleshed them into the main book. Because there is so much they could have done to explain. Like, they didn't really get into detail with Franklin Richards and the whole, yeah. you know, like, Galactus suit. Right. The battle, apparently, that, you know, Doom had. Like, like, is this all stuff you've written into their conscious? Or were these events that have happened well, and transpired? Because they're technically, you're supposed, yeah. to, you well, they supposed to have a timeline. Yeah, they happened, you know, but they, they didn't really put it in the book form. Yeah, like, like they did it Exactly, that's one of the biggest problems with it. Yeah, and that's what I felt like the other books should have done. It's mm-hmm. like because a bunch of Secret Wars books spun out of this, and I felt I felt like in all honesty that it was supposed to flesh the world out, but in all honesty it kind of didn't. Like it was all just the same stuff. Like yeah. it was all. I mean, I don't know. Like it just it was a letdown to me. Like I like it. It's cool. I really don't like that Secret Wars didn't um, fix a lot of Marvel's problems. It right. seems like it kind of just added more, and this was a good chance for Marvel to reset their universe. At first, Marvel said, we're, re- we're resetting our universe. Then you kind of find out, no, they didn't. <laughs> they didn't reset it at all. The Secret Wars, the whole concept of Secret Wars, I say, and this is my personal opinion, the whole concept of Secret Wars was to bring Miles Morales to the regular Marvel universe. I'd almost say one, one greater. I think it was to bring ethnic and gender changes kind of across the board as but mainstream we didn't thing because you also have I don't no 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 that's what I'm saying I don't, I, I don't agree with what they did I'm yeah. saying I think that that's that was the entire goal like when the, before they put on the drawing board they said we needed an event to bring in popular female characters so for example X23 mm-hmm. we want her to be Wolverine well, she, we want you to kill off Wolverine 
But we yeah. want to keep Wolverine. But we need you to bring Oh, yeah, and Old Man Logan. I take that back. Yeah, so yeah. those were the two characters they mostly brought. Because Spider-Gwen was already around before Secret Wars. So yeah. we can't say Spider-Gwen. But, no, but they wanted a reason to bring her into the mainline story. So what they what I think, like I said, mm-hmm. they brought, like with Miles Morales, they brought all these other little characters mm-hmm. over mm-hmm. from different universes, different timelines. I mean, st- even stupid characters like Gwenpool. Who just kind of like pop up, you know what uh, I mean? Gwenpool, yeah. fuck Gwenpool. See this? This is this is apparently a thing now. <laughs> yeah, I, I have to say, I had to, I've, I've been asking this question for 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 ever since they announced this. I said, is this the first character in comic book history where their first appearance was an alternate cover? <laughs> their yeah. first appearance, basically, I forgot what comic it was, but basically they did a whole Marvel did a whole bunch of alternate covers. Where every single comic that you picked up had an alternate cover with that character, but as Gwen Stacy. So there was like a Gwen yeah. Stacy Hulk. There's a Gwen Stacy Captain America. Gwen and Hulk. Then, yeah, Gwen, Gwen Hulk, America. Gwen <laughs> Captain America. Gwen. <laughs> and they did a Deadpool one. They did <clears throat> Gwenpool, and all of a sudden, people started cosplaying as her. Mm-hmm. And Marvel's Marvel's been really appealing to the cosplay market, yeah. and which is mostly female. Merchandising, exactly. And that's what I see when I see this. Someone made it best when I uh, said it best when I was on a, a blog post talking about it. They said this is Marvel's taking their two biggest, um, uh, their two biggest um, franchises, um, not franchises. Stuff. What am I trying to think here? Two biggest, um, um, oh God. Well, they're taking Deadpool and, um, you know, female characters, which is the two biggest selling points right now. Okay. Is that to appeal to the female market in Deadpool. So now they're combined the two. So now we're combining the Deadpool and the female characters. And then, and, and, but I'm looking forward to seeing some Gwenpool <laughs> cosplays, I'll tell you that much. I mean, yeah. if there's something good that'll come out of it, I just don't see, other than that, what's the point of it. Yeah, I mean, I I don't agree with Gwenpool. I think Gwenpool's a dumb idea. Um, yeah, I get the cosplay's cute and whatever, ha, 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 funny. But as far as the character goes... We already had Lady Deadpool. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Ago. Where's Lady Deadpool? You know, if you wanted to change her outfit up and make it pink, that's cool too. I have no problem with that. <laughs> but you already had the character to go ahead and make, oh, we're going to make Gwenpool. It's, it's stupid. You already have a Gwen Stacy that came back for no reason. Mm-hmm. You're abusing a character that had a huge impact mm-hmm. and a huge character storyline. Uh-huh. It's dumb. Stop doing it. <laughs> I mean, let's, let's keep it real. Let's but. Keep- for the most part, um, in the Marvel Universe, you know, we did have, we had the end of the Ultimate Universe, which yeah. I I was a fan of the Ultimate Universe for a long time. Um, I'd probably say right up into Ultimatum. I think that, that at Ultimatum, the Ultimate Universe just could have ended right there. And that's that primarily because... Scott Summers got shot in the face, and I was so happy about that. You're this. an asshole for texting me that picture. <laughs> You take a picture of Scott Summers getting shot in the face. I'm like, why would you send me this? I, me I, had, morning, I had the joy in the morning you of looking at it. at it in the beginning of the day. <laughs> yes. So I'm sitting at work getting my day ready. And there's a picture of a dude getting shot in the face. I'm like, what the fuck? Picture of Scott Summers Scott getting, Summers shot, getting shot in the face. Shot in the All face. Right? 
And you know it was him. He had his ruby cortex glasses on and everything. Bullet through his head. It was Na- bull- I, Namor was in the background, so it was kind of you know. It was hey, just here's wack. my superhero it was too. Just like how do you do that? It was so nice, and it was bright and early, so you know you could wake but, up, start your day. Oh, Scott <laughs> Summers is dead in that universe. Yes. But but speaking of yes. ultimatum, but speaking of the ultimate universe, let's be honest. The ultimate universe should have stopped ten years ago. This has been out for ten years. It's. <laughs> Dude, the ultimate started in like 2000, 2001. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, we worked in at AT&T. That's yeah, right. yeah, yes. yeah. Like, the ultimate, right. the ultimate right. universe has been around for years. I say the ultimate stopped being the ultimate universe way, right when Mark Millar got tired of writing it. And then the X-Men universe just kind of went to shit. Uh, X-Men universe there got horrible. It just, after Mark Millar left, it just became borderline unreadable. It got like all the other X-Men books. Yeah, it was just, <laughs> it was just like, it became unreadable. Then they tried to do Ultimate Fantastic Four, and that didn't really do good. It just, and it, Spider-Man it, was... It was interesting, because we did have was, some stuff come from Ultimate Fantastic Four. And I want to say the first maybe, like, 25 books were decent. Well, you're talking and, about the Bendis one? Well, okay, okay, when Bendis and Marmalar got together to write it, it was all right. It was cool. Then Warren Ellis did it. Yeah. And well, it was good. It and and then that, really good. that's where it gets foggy for yeah. me. I'm just like, uh, I don't know what, what happened. happened. But I think and they, when they stopped, when they, after they did the zombies, after they did yeah, Marvel people zombies. People don't know that Marvel Zombies' first appearance was in, in Ultimate, Ultimate Fantastic, Fantastic Four, Four, like issue 24 or 25. That's when Mark Millar came back. I have that back. issue. That's when Mark Millar came back and Greg Land was drawing it. And um, it was good reads, and it was cool, but it was kind of like you could tell they just didn't know what to do with these characters. And they ended up killing off, eventually, I didn't did Ultimatum, and Ultimatum, to me, should have been just the end of the, of the Ultimate Marvel Universe. Basically, it should have been this, end of all. The end. It should have been that, but that was back in 2007, 2008. And yeah. like, so I say, okay, not 10 years ago, I would say like 6, 7 years ago. The Ultimate Universe should have died because then they were just keeping it alive for no reason. Because yeah. you can't get better than shooting Scott Summers in the face. Oh God, we gotta go back at to a that. press rally. I mean, you, what, you, gets, get, you can't just, get better than that. Think about uh, what else could you do? Exactly, you can't Scott get Summers. Yes, you could. That's how. And that's Wolverine was just popping up everywhere. I mean, I remember they did the Ultimates and Jeff Loeb was writing it. And mm-hmm. I'm so glad, glad mm-hmm. Jeff Loeb don't write comics no more because. He's the laziest writer of all time. He would just write shit, and you could you could, you could just have to ask yourself. Someone has to question this. Like, there's a Black Panther on the team, right? And he's not speaking. And then you find out that the Black Panther is Wolverine. What? <laughs> I'm just like, what? I was like, are you fucking serious? You know, I I was gonna say I thought eventually they were gonna do a storyline to show that. Every time Wolverine, because this is the only way I can explain this, mm-hmm. anytime Wolverine was hurt mm-hmm. at a certain level, got flesh torn off, that flesh would regrow and leave another Wolverine, but the primary <laughs> body would grow faster. That's why Wolverine kept, because remember, he was on, he'd be in covers of books that he wasn't in. But that was, like, that was in the regular universe. That was in the regular, yeah. but no, remember in, in, in the Ultimate Universe. Dude, you'd be like, Ultimate Fantastic Four, Wolverine just popped up in the cover on the back, like, what's up, you know? Well, like, there was oh, a time, this issue? You're like, no. it's hard to believe this, but there was a time Wolverine would sell books. Wolverine like, was the book. Wolverine would, it was Wolverine, Wolverine and his 
band of X-Men. That's what the Wolverine book's Wolverine on the cover of books sold sold books and people would buy it because of Wolverine. Yeah. So, I don't know. But I do like um I am a fan of I am a fan of the idea of X-23 taking the mantle cuz I didn't care for any other New Wolverine. I didn't like the idea of Sabretooth becoming Wolverine. I Which thought that now. brief thing was like fucking stupid as shit. And it looks like they're sticking with it. I read because they got no. the Uncanny no. X-Men book coming out. I don't believe it will happen. And so. No, 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 no. no. They, they're already showing it. The Uncanny, no. uh, the uncanny no. X-Men team. I, I hope he slips on a banana and dies. <laughs> I hope he dies himself You're in denial. That's what it is. Falls into a puddle. And dies. Because that's how you kill Wolverine people is they die in puddles. Well, he can't be drowned. He, puddle. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he can't be his worst enemy. You can nuke him. Mm-hmm. You can blow him up. Matter of fact, for some reason, you can blow up all his internal organs mm-hmm. just leaving the bone in his brain. Mm-hmm. And that will grow back. But that apparently would also burn up his lungs, which he would use to breathe, although he can't drown. Right, exactly. So, water... I guess is the culprit here. Yeah. Bacteria in the water, maybe he can't survive. I, mean, I don't know. No, one of the biggest things people thing forget goes. is that Wolverine needs to breathe. No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. No, he doesn't. Matter of fact, there was Ultimate an issue. Wolverine didn't. No, well, he, you saw what happened to him. But Ultimate um, Wolverine didn't need yeah. to breathe at all. All right, he had a better power. Than I disagree. New I Wolverine. disagree. I disagree. Wolverine always has to breathe. I know. I, I mean, mean, you know, but he doesn't. You know how you know he doesn't because there's multiple times where he's in fire. He's engulfed by bombs and things of that nature, so which sucks Wolverine. the oxygen. So is regular Wolverine. No, I'm saying regular Wolverine. Oh, okay. I'm saying which sucks the oxygen out of the area. Mm-hmm. You can't breathe in that. But he gets fine. He's been blown. He's been blown to like damn near just skeleton and had his lungs blown in parts and everything, which would fuck your breathing up. Or he's been shot through the lungs, which would cause him to choke on his own blood, and then he wouldn't be able to breathe there either. So that whole breathing thing for killing him is the dumbest. Dumbest possible way to kill Wolverine ever. Because you think about it like, well, that's so simple. But now nine out of ten ways he dies don't apply to him. Because all mm. those ways you choke and die. You know what? I can't argue that. <laughs> because oh. now I'm thinking that. I was like, well, yeah, I guess. People don't burn up and they die from asphyxiation when being in a smoked up flaming house. Mm. And that's just the smoke, let alone being the motherfucker burning. Hmm. That is something worth looking into because... <laughs> I don't know because, but the thing if I is, shot you in your lungs, guess what? All the blood fills up and you choke on your own blood. But to me, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the difference. Here's the difference. If you physically damage his lungs, they will heal, and then they'll just have a backed up amount of blood in there because but no, it never but still, leaks out. But still, it would still heal. It would heal. Right. It would still heal. And here's my but point. You're he gonna bleed into that, and he can't. But he when he can't up. breathe because of water, there's nothing that needs to be healed. That's how you kill him. That, as a matter of fact, I do remember reading that in a book. Someone said, you drown him. And he was like, but he has a healing factor. He said, yeah, but that's the only way to kill him without him having to heal. That's how he would die. It's because it doesn't need to heal. You don't need a healed lung to breathe. <laughs> I mean, you need, that's what I'm saying. That's what I said. You drown him. So, I don't know. It's worth looking at. It's worth looking at. It's interesting to look up, but technically, if he has a healing factor, you need to bring him out and he should heal up. I mean, he's not going to grow a new lung on the water. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. He got the original lung. But that's what I'm saying. As soon as you pump the water out, he should just come back to life. What do you mean? (laughs) There you go. That's how you, you know that's how they're going to bring Horrible. back Dakin one day. Let's no matter what happened. Wolverine, so talk, over, Wolverine talks gives me a headache. All right. <laughs> so, but 
X-23 is the new Wolverine. So far, the book's actually pretty decent. Um, nothing spectacular in terms of storyline, but X-23 did have one of the better initial storylines coming out of NYX mm-hmm. and, um, you know, moving in through her own, like, six-part origin series. It's actually pretty good. She has the torturous past. She has the reason I mean, for being... I mean, we all know who X-23 is by now, and if you don't, just read the damn book. Yeah. We know. <laughs> we know. But, we uh, all know X-23. She's, she's been around good. 12, 13 years. She's pretty good. She was in the fucking cartoons. Yeah. She's uh, <laughs> she's she's great. But yeah. let's talk about something else. Okay. Now, is there any difference anymore between an Inhuman and an X-Men? But the Marvel, Marvel Universe wants you to think so. They want you to think that there is a difference. But when the smoke clears, there's a huge... I mean, there isn't a difference between them. But when you think about it, there is a huge difference between X-Men. Because the thing is, the whole thing about Inhumans is that it's lineage. It's royalty. So you have some kind of link to the X-Men, to the, uh, the, the Inhumans. Family, the the Inhumans. Family. Family. That was the whole point of right. Inhumans, is that they were royalty. You have some kind of link to them. Mutants, it could be anybody. Right. It could be Anybody. And you, you think about the concept of that, like, I can see people being afraid to have kids in that world. Like, I'm afraid to have a kid, because what if I have, what if I have a mutant? Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because it could be anybody. It was just random. Like, anyone could be a mutant at any time. Yeah. Remember, and, matter of fact, uh, in EarthX, they did a Bruce Banner and Scott Summers were having a conversation, and Bruce Banner was trying to convince, was telling Scott Summers that, you know, what you guys were doing as the X-Men was wrong. Not because of, you know, not because of the reasons why you felt you were being hated, but you have to look at it from Hattie's perspective. You're talking about there are now people who could wake up in the morning or be born one day and blow up their entire city block. Exactly. These people had a right to be feared. You guys keeping your secret identities, keeping behind closed well, doors, yeah. harboring well, yeah. each other, that's where things got wrong. Because exactly. these people have a right. This is scary. You essentially are the evolutionary next you exactly. know next people and, and I miss they that. have to look at extinction right I miss that when the X-Men were scary I miss when the X-Men weren't really trusted I remember I, re- I reread the original Secret War book again mm-hmm. and um I remember this was back made back in the late 70s and this is when the X-Men were like the popular most popular and they didn't really like fuck with the Avengers they didn't fuck with the Fantastic Four they kind of did their own thing and I remember Captain America saying I don't know if I should trust these guys like they're not like us. they're not like us. They go and do their own thing. Like what the fuck? <laughs> so yeah. like Captain America is like I don't know about these guys, and that's the Avengers I miss. The Avengers nowadays they're too in the forefront. They're too. <coughs> Excuse me. Like, which known? Avengers? Team one. Or I mean, team eight. Team uh, the X Men. I mean, like uh, which are the X Men? Team one or team all eight? of them? <laughs> like all of them are all just known now. Yeah. And like I miss when the X Men were scary. Like no one knew what they were. They were like. A secret society that didn't really fuck with anyone else, and anyone tried to get involved with them, they'd be like, "No, nah, no, nah, we go, cool. like we got this." You're right, because I didn't like when they had the whole. Uh, remember when they had like the X Men like government sanctioned yeah. cards and yeah. IDs and everything, and Wolverine would show up and like, "Hey, calm down, officer. <laughs> Look yeah. at this. I'm Wolverine. You know me. I s- snick at people in the throats and leave." Hundreds of bodies it's dead stupid. on the street. It was just stupid. It was probably just, clean some up. Maybe it, it was just it was just not yeah. cool. Like I'm not a fan of that. I I mean that's just me. Someone yeah. might probably likes it. X Men will always sell regardless. Um, 
it's funny that the you know Disney is trying to make Inhumans their they're trying to make the, their, their their version of the mutants because they can't use mutants. Yeah. So I, so I think it's all licensing as well. And I think that, I think as we go forward, we're gonna see that line not just blur but disappear. We're gonna see basically mutants, inhumans, like you're saying. Everybody's gonna be considered an inhuman, and that's just the way it's gonna be. I heard a rumor. I hope it's not true, but I heard a rumor that the the five uh the five all new X-Men, the one that they brought from the past into the future, they're not from the past. And this is why the original members now don't remember it. They're not from the past. They're from an alternate reality where they are inhumans. Oh. That would explain why none of the original X-Men remember this. They're like, when did this all fucking happen? You know what? That's stupid. Oh, it's very stupid. It's very dumb. Um, I'm That's reading dumb. the book, but I'm, and I want to like it more, but I'm kind of confused. And what is their purpose? What is the point of this X-Men team being around? Well, here's the purpose. <laughs> Disney likes youth. And this is story. true. This is true. And that that's it. Disney Disney likes youth. And I think that we're pretty we're just about to see with the uh, X-Men movies, we're about to move into the new first class. Yeah. You know what I mean? The Scott well, Summers guy. Well, I mean, I mean, they showed new pictures of Deadpool and the character on their Megasonic Teenage Warhead. She's wearing a new mutants costume. It's confirmed is a new man's account because something got leaked and she's wearing a yellow and black costume with an X on it. Yeah. And everyone's like, that looks like a new mutant's costume. And they finally confirmed they say, yes, it's a new mutant's costume. So Deadpool is gonna spin off. Okay. Fox owns the X universe. Fox is making Deadpool their guy. Deadpool is gonna be their Batman. Mm-hmm. He's gonna be their Batman, he's gonna be their Iron Man. Which is awesome because he's better than both characters. <laughs> There's a part of me that wants to argue that, but I can't. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but he's gonna be that guy. They're, Deadpool's gonna spin off into New Mutants because the new. Because here's the problem: they're doing these X Men books, like they got the movies, like they got the Apocalypse movie coming out. But the problem is, it takes place in the '80s, and so they're like, okay, by the time we get to our regular universe, our regular timeline, these characters are gonna be hella older. And so they need they don't know what to do, and so they're gonna do new mutants. That's why they've approved new mutants. They're gonna do that movie, and um Nigga Sound the Teenage Warhead is on the group, is in the team. They're gonna have a cannonball, they're gonna have Warpath, and all those characters, and then they're gonna fight Deadpool in that movie. Oh. And then Cable's supposed to show up. And then that's going to spin off into X-Force. They've already... You already know Fox has bought the rights to X-ForceMovie.com. That got leaked somehow. X-ForceMovie.com got bought by Fox. And so you know they're going for this. (laughs) I'm excited for the Deadpool movie. Okay. Itself. I'm not excited for the concepts of those spinoffs. Just because... Fox, to me, does not have a good track record of blending things together. What do you mean? I... <laughs> How do I best put this? 
the when they first did the X, first X Men movie, uh-huh. right, mm-hmm. sucked ass. They did the second X Men movie, a lot better, but not the greatest movie in the world. Uh, it was it was pretty decent though. Third X Men movie, shit doesn't again. exist. They only made two. Shit again. <laughs> then you had then you had or then you have First Class, which was actually a good movie. Uh huh. Days of Future Past, which. Added a couple little holes here and there, but overall it was a good movie. I thought it was great. It was, a, it was a good movie. Now we have Apocalypse, and I think that their Fox, when they get on their bandwagon, mm-hmm. they start to do worse because you saw Fantastic Four. You had a chance to bring this team back into the spotlight at a time where comic movies at their all-time high. Mm-hmm. As the fuck you did with it. You got on your high horse and said, we're going to reinvent the way that people look at Fantastic Four. Right. And already I look at like Apocalypse and I'm like, okay, you're taking some liberties. Now the movie might still be good because you've yeah. already set the universe yeah. in tone, but it doesn't give me hope with other things after seeing a movie like Fantastic Four. I guess what you're saying. I think I don't want them to take liberties, and we already saw them take liberties with Deadpool. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. In the Wolverine movie, and fuck that up. Remember that Wolverine movie, Deadpool, with the optic blast? <sighs> that doesn't exist. Um, here's it doesn't exist. Here's <laughs> hold on, hold on. Let me go to Netflix real quick. I can pull no, it up. Stop it, stop it, stop it. Those of you there, those you there. Here's real. the deal. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. And I've said this before to people. You kind of gotta give uh, give leeways to these people. You kind of gotta give them a pass. Here's why. Here's why. Because the especially this goes back to the original X Men movies. The the foundation for superhero movies hadn't been set yet. Okay, and like I said, I gave them that. I gave them that, in there. and that's why I started with those movies. Then I said, then you guys kind of got it right. You guys got it right. You guys had mm-hmm. two good movies back to back, straight out. Mm-hmm. And other movies, and like I said, other movies had already come into. So you saw the Avengers. You guys kind of got it right. You saw Marvel's mainline movies, and then you made that shitty ass Fantastic Four movie. Which I mean, there's no reason that should have kept. That should have been something that got leaked on accident because you canceled that piece of shit. I don't fully. I mean, I do fully blame Fox for this, but they're not gonna fuck up. X Men like they did Fantastic Four, and I'm not They're saying not they are. Going to. No, I'm not talking about it. But that's what you're I'm saying. saying. You're saying no, that you I'm don't saying trust Fox. I don't. Tr- I don't trust them on the new mutant side. Eh, I don't trust I don't them know. going forward with that series. I'm saying you already have it kind of dialed with X. You fucked up enough on X Men. Yeah. I mean, if we really break it down, what are they at? Five films, mm-hmm. and this will be the sixth, right? X Men movie. X Men movies. Yeah, this will be the sixth one. This yeah, this will be the sixth one. Uh-huh. So essentially, out of that, you guys have like really two great ones. Mm-hmm. One, mm, and then two shit. <laughs> I mean, let's think about it. You guys are best batting fifty percent on it, which you know, like I said, the good ones are good. You guys are starting to hit home, but it. I'm not that hyped for the. Continuance after this Deadpool. Movie. You can't really, you know. I don't know, man. Like, I got. I'm kind of like, let's give him a chance. So far, ever I since they rebooted, oh, exactly. Well, <laughs> first of all, if you want to blame someone, blame Brian Singer. Singer, Brian Singer fucked it up. Brian Singer said, you know, DC tried to pull a Jack move and said, hey, I heard you're doing really good with them X Men movies. Why don't you want to come do Superman? Who's gonna say no to that? So of course he left X Men to do Superman, but that ended up fucking shit up. They ended mm-hmm. up fucking it up. And I blame Brian Singer. However, I'm all for these X Men movies, but I'm, I'm tired of Magneto. 
I'm tired of Magneto. Magneto has been what? in. It is official. What? I, but you just said you want X Men movies. Well, no. What? Magneto is the X Men. No, fuck out of here. <laughs> no, no, no. Here's the deal. Magneto has now pretty much been in more X-Men films than Wolverine. I'm like, this is out of hand. And he's showing up in Apocalypse. And I'm just like, God, can we get rid of Magneto? X-Men have some of the most diverse, most craziest, some of the greatest villains of all time. And they still come back to Magneto. How many times are they going to keep fighting Magneto? Where it's just like, fuck! (laughs) Here's Magneto again. Give me your top five X-Men villains that you'd want to see in a movie. Mr. Sinister. Okay, easy. Strife. Okay. But, real quick in between that one. Okay. You, you're at least two movies away from doing Strife. So, Strife's a hard one. I'm talking about... If well, you because Strife is cable. Because stri- you have so much storyline to get to Strife. This that, is true. This that is makes true. him an unreasonable but, but, but character the thing is, movie. But the thing no, is... But he's an unreasonable character. No, no, no. I disagree. We, we're fucking six movies in. What do you mean? <laughs> how many times have you seen Cable? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. This is what I'm, this is my point. You you just made my point. My point is they've used Magneto so many times. Now we got to wait more movies to get better ones. What I'm saying. With six give movies me, no, in. No, no, no. Give me a next movie. Okay. Sinister works. Give okay. me a next movie. Cut Apocalypse. Cut whatever out. You okay. can have the same. Okay. 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 I won't use Stripe. I won't use Stripe. I'll continue yeah. on. Okay. Sinister. You're right. Can't use it twice. Church of Humanity. That's not a villain. That's a group. No, that's that's a X some X Men villains. Church of Humanity. Who would you have at the head of the church? Um, I forgot his name, but there is a head of the church, and pretty much what they are, especially how with terrorists going on, uh, that's what's popular in America right now. Imagine a terrorist group. Their whole point is we kill mutants. Okay. We kill mutants. That would pop the fuck off nowadays. Now, I like the storyline. Yeah, I think it's a great storyline. Yeah, I need a villain. Like they were, well, we Boy, could, it's a count. I need a villain. Okay, well, I don't know the name. I'm gonna have to look it up because they always have it's Deacon Smith or something like that. There is a Deacon. They were killed. I mean, I remember when they did the new X Men story arc when a new X Men when X twenty three was a new X Men and it's pretty much just a bunch of kids. These fools were killing the kids. They blew up a whole bus of mutant kids. Like it's like fuck. These guys are like real serious. I remember, and I think that storyline would be hype. That's what I'm saying. I think the storyline would be hype. Yeah, that's about it. That's what I'm saying. Third. I can keep going. Sauron. Sauron. Okay. My so you want to have the Savage Land? Where is the Savage Land? Land? Where is the Savage Land? Some Where outside the of fuck is the Savage Land? Land? We're six <laughs> movies in. We're six movies in. Yeah, no Savage Land. And we're no, not no even. We're even. We're not even including the Wolverine movies. We're not even including the Wolverine movies. We're six movies in. How come they have not done Savage Land? You want me to keep going? I'll go again. Mojo. Mojo. That's a big story. See, the only problem with doing Mojo is you're taking the X-Men who have investigated dimensional travel and you're throwing them in a very big hole. We're six movies in. I'm going to keep saying this. We're six movies in. We should be doing Mojo. I got one more. Can I do one more? Arcade. Arcade would be good. Arcade would be good. Oh, nigga, I'll keep going to Shar. <laughs> nigga, we can go there. We're not, we're not Guardians of the Galaxy. Whoa. We're not Guardians of the Galaxy. That hurts my heart. And we haven't even put it. Have, uh, that hurts my heart. Yet? They did they have it. it. They, they didn't have it in first in room, class. Yeah. He had that stupid hula yeah. power. Which I was yeah. like, what the fuck is that? That's not his power. <laughs> that was pretty bad. That was pretty bad. <laughs> 
Alright, Vulcan. Now, Vulcan's, I think Vulcan would be a little complex for movies. I think the only problems with, and I think that the Church of Humanity would be great, but you need a strong villain. You'd almost want to put, like, a sinister or something at the Church of Humanity. You don't need to. You, you don't need to. He needs to be another human. at the same human. time, like you're saying, it'd be better if they just did it ruthlessly. Exactly. Like, just straight ruthless. We're killing mutants. Here's the time. But at the same time, I'd almost see that movie coming like a few movies. Like after the first class movie, not a Days of Future Past, like first class apocalypse. And then it almost would have like a reactory vibe, like a Batman Superman kind of vibe. Where it's like, you know, this is based on new occurrences of like, you know, a kid's born. And I think they did a great job of this in the Wolverine, uh, Ultimate Wolverine book, where there's Mm -hmm. a kid born. And the kid didn't know this, but his power was to release a toxin that oh, kills that. Uh, like everybody like in his city, right? Yeah, evaporation. And Wolverine, you know, is the only one who could be around him because you know he continuously heals and everything. He can fight mm-hmm. whatever the toxin is. Mm-hmm. So Nick Fury sent him, you know, a shield after the kid. I thought it was Xavier that sent him. Uh, I thought so, it was Xavier that sent him. Because Ultimate Charles Xavier was a beast. Yeah. Ultimate Charles cool. Xavier had a, a mission, and he said, you're going to fuck up our mission. <laughs> you're going to fuck up our mission. And then Wolverine was like, <clears throat> he was like, so the kid says to him, why did they send you? And then Wolverine just didn't say anything. And the kid was like, oh, my God, you're here to kill me. And then Wolverine says, finish your beer, kid. <laughs> yeah. And then the kid's like, wait, why? And he was like, no, we can't have you living. You're fucking everything up. Well, You're I mean, because the idea is, up. there's not enough time to give you a learning curve right, for exactly. your power. Exactly. You know, you just literally woke up. You hit your, <coughs> you hit at, you hit your puberty one day, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, boom! You are a weapon of mass destruction. You've right. killed everybody you've known and loved. You killed and the everybody whole else around city. you. Killed the whole city and town. And because Wolverine finds him hiding in a cave, yeah. you know. Under, doesn't understand what's going on, and like you said, gives him a beer, shoots the shit with him. The kid, and it's fucked up too because Tim talks about like, dude, I haven't even like, you know, kissed a girl yet. Like, yeah. it's just like horrible. It and, was a fucked up story, you know, but that's but, the shit that made the yeah. X Men great. That was the shit that made the X Men great. They had to put up with shit no other heroes had to go through, and that's why Wolverine is such a great character because he's the only one that could do some shit like that. He will be the only one that could step in and do something like that. So, yeah, it was it. And that's, to me, I don't know. I don't like what they're doing, making them all inhumans. I mean, Mm -hmm. I get it logistically, but I don't like the team compositions. Like, one thing I really don't like about the inhumans right now is Johnny Storm and Medusa. I don't like that. And I don't like that mainly because now it seems like they're finally bringing Crystal back out into the light and showing how powerful she is as an elemental. Like, Crystal's a beast. Crystal is, yeah. Johnny Storm and Crystal were a huge item mm-hmm. back in the day mm-hmm. as well as Quicksilver yeah, and, Quicksilver. and Crystal. So, him going now with Medusa and them, and don't get me wrong, I get the whole Medusa Black Bolt split up. I'm not even mad about that. Whatever. I am. You can split them up for a little bit of time, but to me, they always would get back together. They have a child together. Yeah. Yada, yada, yada. Putting Johnny Storm in the way just basically says, are we going to kill Johnny Storm in like five episodes or something like that? Because... <sighs> It, it feels useless. I don't see... It feels like he's forced on the team. I don't I don't understand why he's on the team. And yeah, we're like three issues in, and they still haven't explained... Other than that he's boning Medusa, Medusa, 
I don't see why he's on the team. I think that he's pretty much on the team because pretty much this is Marvel's way of saying, <laughs> well, we got to put one of the members of Fantastic Four somewhere. Like, well, we can't put him on X-Men. Uh, we can't put him on Avengers. Uh, where are we going to put him? Yeah. Like, let's just put him on Inhumans. It I doesn't think, make sense. Well, I think they want to use the Fantastic Four characters, but don't want to have them be the Fantastic Four. Like, I think they're trying to get around licensing somehow. And by putting yeah. them on other teams, they, they got different, you yeah. know, you're a Guardian now. Yeah, the yeah. uh, thing is on Guardians uh, of the Galaxy. Yeah, and then um, he's, he's on Inhumans, which is just stupid Inhumans, because... And then, but this goes back to the X-Men again, because the X-Men had... People on the X Men who were not mutants, <laughs> so Inhumans had people on their team who are Inhumans had people on their team who are not Inhumans, which is Johnny Storm and Beast. But anyways, yeah. let's move yeah, on from that. Bad. It's why one, one last little thing that I <laughs> want to bring up in the Marvel universe that just in the first issue, and I haven't been following it heavily to see if it got any good. Amadeus Hulk. Now the totally awesome Hulk, as they've written him, is. He's had it. He's had a race change. Let's take the Hulk and let's make him a young Asian kid who apparently is like a teenager. And from the first issue I read, was like super perverted. It's basically like the first iteration of the Ultimates Hulk when he was talking about you know beating up Freddie Prince Jr. for boning you know for boning his girlfriend Betty Ross. Who you know I don't. I didn't see. I I get the need for change, mm-hmm. but I don't like the direction. I don't. First of all, they're aiming Hulk for Asian crowds. <laughs> because it's not only Amadeus Cho's, written by Greg Pak, who's Asian, mm-hmm. and drawn by, um, how the fuck, Frank Cho. So it's Asians, Asian, Asian. So that's where they're aiming for it. I understand it. I get it. And I liked it. I thought it was good. Um, I thought it was an interesting take on the Hulk. My question is, I almost would have rather have had an Amadeus Cho book than have them change Hulk into this. I would have rather had Amadeus Cho be his own thing. But that's just me. And I'd almost agree with that. Mm -hmm. Even though I like the idea of them changing the Hulk to agree, although the whole idea of it, you know, being kind of a racially driven, like, kind of idea of, like, we want to, you know, let's, let's, let's fan him out to Asian crowds. Yeah. It's kind of almost like, do you guys do realize that you picked the giant green Godzilla-like monster <laughs> that destroys the city half the time, uh-huh. but is somehow your unsung hero, to be the Asian representation? Like, that's kind of a little more <laughs> right back along the racial lines people always talk about. So, well, think that out a little they bit. They also but, don't explain what happened to Bruce Banner. I'm still confused. What happened to Bruce? They never just, they yeah, never explained they, it. They just, just kind of, one all day, of a sudden. Yeah, and they were friends. It's not like he's like yeah. some random kid yeah. who, you know, just happened to have Hulk powers. Like, exactly. He's very well versed in, I mean, it's obviously continuation, mm-hmm. but he doesn't go back. And I don't, I think I would have liked him better almost if they would have Disneyfied him a little bit more. What do you mean? Where I would have liked the younger. Amadeus Cho, not the kind of pervy teenager mm-hmm. Amadeus Cho, yeah. or even an older right. Amadeus Cho. Just because the area where he's at right now is just like, okay, you're going to give the Hulk power to some kind of immature, pervy kind of kid, mm-hmm. and now it's very, it's like, it's like, what if Michelangelo from the Ninja Turtles became the Hulk? You know, totally awesome, cowabunga, dude, uh-huh. we're going to party. 
<laughs> that just doesn't have a good feel for a book. I feel it. Too, I feel it. Too, it's like all those Defender books when they wrote them all like Goofy and Corny where Silver Surfer was actually surfing on the beach with people and hanging out. It's just kind of like the stupidity of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Don't get me wrong. It was funny when Hulk banged Umar. <laughs> ha ha ha. But, you know, nope. It wasn't pertinent to anything. They don't have like a demon Dormammu child there or something uh-huh. like that. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't that. But... I don't. To me, it's horny teen Hulk is just kind of meh. I don't care for it, but I mean, I like it. It's written well. I like Greg Pak, but I'm just like, okay, when's Bruce coming back? (laughs) 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 This is funny. When's Bruce coming back? That's how I'm at with it. Exactly. All right, and we're running like super long, but let's get real quick. We're gonna get into movies. Um, It was a big year for a lot of different media in uh, the Marvel world. So number one. You have the kind of Netflix and Marvel BFF setup. Uh-huh. Netflix and Marvel, they this year released um, two killers. Yeah. They did Daredevil, which um, a lot of people were 50-50 on initially. Um, I know a lot of the production hype came out really well, but after uh, Batfleck ruined the first movie... Um, yeah. And, you know, really gave people very little faith in the abilities of the street-level hero. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people worried that, you know, the character might not do well on that medium. And Netflix came and just blew our minds with well, Daredevil. I hate to be the guy to be like, I told you so. But to everyone who knows me, I told you so. I called it years ago. I said, the concept of Daredevil, you can't just do in a movie. Daredevil needs to be a show. I said that for years. I said that before Iron Man. The first Iron Man, 2008. I said that for years. I said, you can't do Daredevil correctly in just a movie. He's not that type of character. He needs to be a show. Right. And they did that. And I said, I said Daredevil. And then when they started doing the Avengers, and then they got the rest of Daredevil and Punisher and all of them, I called it. I said, they need to be shows. They need to be television shows like Age of the Shield is, or it's not going to be good. They can't do a Daredevil movie. Daredevil is not that mainstream or that type of character that can hold that. They right. can hold his own movie. Because right. the whole concept of Daredevil is he lays low. He doesn't do the big screen stuff. He doesn't have the huge explosions. He His whole concept is, I'm just trying to do my thing and no one know about it. And that's why with the movie, when they did the show, I'm like, this is fucking perfect. I'm like, this right. is fucking perfect, and it's on Netflix, so that means it's going to be hardcore. I was all for it from the get-go, and once again, I told you so. <laughs> like, I told people. Like, they I'm delivered, you. that's for damn sure. Yeah. They definitely delivered. That but which was... one did you like better? That one or, or the other one? Or Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones was the other show, and mm-hmm. I. it's hard for me to say. I liked both shows. Mm-hmm. Um... I'd almost say equally, because there's too many things that I liked individually about both shows, and I'm a big person on detail. So, for example, the Jessica Jones show, mm-hmm. I like the fact that when Jessica Jones did her fight scenes, mm-hmm. they weren't, like, they didn't try to make her pretend like she knew Kung Fu, right. all that stuff. She was very clearly like, I was an amateur hero. Right. I didn't do anything other than I had some powers, went mm-hmm. out to test them, and now I'm this person. So it was very, she was very brutal, very forceful. It was a strict more 
I'm just overpowering you. Right, exactly. And I like those kind of details right. in right. a show where you go over to Daredevil and Daredevil's fights were all, they were boxing fights. Right, exactly. They were drag out fights. It right. wasn't, you know, I'm not going through just the martial arts and being, because, you know, if you read the book, he has a lot of that training. There's many times where he's like almost damn near untouchable fighter, mm-hmm. yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. But if you read the early books, Daredevil's very brutal what? Book Daredevil's own battle. I mean, how do you come back every day with black eyes and you're blind, dude? I trip a lot. Yeah, well, <laughs> the thing is with Daredevil, especially with the show, it did a really good shot job of showing that this is a guy just now starting out with this. He's an amateur. He doesn't know what he's doing. He's mm-hmm. just he just knows that he he wants justice and he's willing to go for it. He's willing to attack for it. He's willing to do whatever it takes for it. And you can feel it. Like when he shows I mean, the second fucking episode, he shows up on Night Nurse's doorstep. He's fucked up. He's shot. He's stabbed. He's hurt. And like that to me is Daredevil. I've said it a million times. The whole concept of Daredevil, what makes Daredevil separate than any other character in existence, is that Daredevil is all about all the worst things that can happen to you as being a superhero. What's the worst thing that can happen? You could be on the X-Men. <laughs> what is that? Or you can get shot. You can get stabbed. You can get your identity sold to your ultimate supervillain for drugs by your girlfriend. Oh, by the way, you're fucking blind. <laughs> by the way, you're blind. Fuck you, right? And you know what it was like to see. Yeah, like you didn't even get born blind. No, I mean, exactly. You, you got exactly. blinded as a kid, during the prime of your as life. As a kid, you lose your sight when you so, want to see shit the most. Daredevil is the hard luck hero. He's the John McClane of superheroes. He does this shit, but he's not a fan of it. It has not been kind to him. He does not get the girl. He does not get the Avengers membership. He does not get the name in the paper. Whoa. Unless Bendis is there. Unless Bendis watched it. But that's all right. That was that was bullshit, by the way. Yeah. Fuck you, Bendis, for doing that. Because Daredevil, the whole concept of Daredevil is that he hates the Avengers. He hates the Avengers. He doesn't care for those people. Like, he's like, man, fuck Because the Avengers guys. don't have, much like the kind of, like, thing that Batman used to fight with the JLA a lot, is the Avengers don't help the people. The guy, the people Daredevil on the street. The people in the kitchen. Isn't Hell's Kitchen remade by the Avengers into a nice gentrificated area? Right. Hell's Kitchen left off their map. Exactly. You know what I mean? He fights that fight, that street level fight. I'm with but you. Which would you say you like more? You know what? Out of the two. I would definitely have to go with Daredevil. But that's not saying much because Jessica Jones is just, to me, just as good. It's just that Daredevil, I've known him longer. I've known, I have just more of a personal relationship with him. Yeah. So basically, there's, yeah. there's no wrong answer in that. Um, anyone can say each one is good and have their own reasons and be like, absolutely. I like Jessica Jones, though, because, I mean, let's be honest, we're going into a new era where... Women are trying or want to be represented more, and they should be absolutely. But I don't want it to be all bubble gums and sugar fairies, and I don't want that. I, you can make a, 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 a to me, you can make a book with a, a strong, powerful woman uh, or a female character, and still have it be good for men. So men can still like it as well. Jessica Jones to me is the definite example of that. Because it's all about her. It's all about her, her life, and she out outpowered a fucking purple man. Luke Cage didn't. See, and that's you know, and to me that's one of the things that I 
I'd almost say that I like more about the Jessica Jones kind of stuff is them going away from that bubblegum kind of character yeah. makes me feel more connected to the character. Cause exactly. I I think women are much colder when it comes down to it than men. Like, a woman will fuck you up. And so, <laughs> like a man, two guys get into it, we'll fight. You know what I mean? Hey, look, you know, hey, you got beef, I got beef. We box a little bit. You know, fight's done. Beef is over. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Woman will... I mean, it's some sort of, like, diabolical <laughs> scheme against you, and you got punched. That's not even beginning to say that you just not getting punched. You got punched, and there's a diabolical scheme that's going to somehow come to fruition in five years against you that will bring your life to a crumbling crush right. that you didn't even see coming, just like in a comic book. <laughs> you know, so them representing females to be, you know, that more calculated, uh-huh. you know, that, you know, yeah, well, I mean... Just as, you know, ruthless in some cases as men, just as willing as a guy is to, you know, go that extra mile, I think is better because it shows more truth in the time. Well, yeah. Of people are cold motherfuckers, men or women. Men or women. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And also one thing that Jessica Jones has done that no other comic book movie has done all we probably ever see is we actually see two superheroes fuck. <laughs> like, I don't think you're going to see that. Anywhere else, yeah, I don't think you're gonna. True. I don't think you're gonna see that very because true. I don't think so. I don't think so because that was a cool thing. The whole concept of Jessica Jones, and if you're reading this, you should read the Alias comic book um, that Bendis wrote. Mm-hmm. This is back when Bendis was good. There was a time when Bendis was actually putting out some good Damn. shit. And bringing up 2000. This is like early 2000, 2003, 2004. The whole concept of the Jessica Jones book was to launch Marvel's Max line. Mm-hmm. And Marvel's Max line was pretty much adult-themed comic books. And it's something I kind of wish they still did. Because there's just some th- stuff I think will be better Max. Especially after they put Punisher on Max. They put Punisher on Max. And now I can't read any other Punisher book after that. Because I'm like, this is wa- this is neutered Frank Castle. Like, in the Max line, he was fucking... Vicious, dude. Fucking the heaven Barracuda. Was oh, Barracuda. Heaven Barracuda was like, damn. There was a crazy scene that like stuck with me for life, where it was called the Slavers. I think it was called where Punisher finds out that this woman, this this person who was running this ring of getting like finding women overseas and making them, uh, selling them for their bodies, and then people kill them. He finds out it's a woman who does it. And Punisher being Punisher just decides to do what Punisher does. Beat the fucking shit out of her and throw her out of her window. <laughs> and, and like the woman was saying to him before he was beating up, he was like, I can't believe you're doing this to a woman. And Punisher said, why would I treat you any differently? You're just as bad as these guys I killed. Yep. Why would I treat you any differently? Like to punishment. me, that, yeah, equal rights, exactly equal rights. I'm just saying. He he said he <laughs> says that to his team. He said you are just as disgusting as any guy I've thrown out of a window. <laughs> yeah, You're just as disgusting. And so, like to go back to the the Punisher comic now, it's just neutered to me. Like I'm just like this isn't Frank Castle to me. But he's speaking of which, he's showing up in Daredevil season two and. Um, yeah. As Shane from Walking Dead, and um, I don't know, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I'm hoping it gets forward to show. it because the shows have been so good, and I love the crossover with Night Nurse. Her popping over, I like that, that she awesome. is now. Um, I like that she's now like the link 
between yeah. all the characters. Because yeah. they already announced Rosario Dawson is going to be in uh, Luke Cage as well. Perfect. So, yeah, I'm all for Perfect. it. Perfect. Yeah. Um, to kind of quickly wrap up, yeah. just a little <laughs> bit of the media, because we're going to have to wrap this up here pretty soon. It's been a long one. But, um, and this, these are my feelings. Go okay. ahead and comment in if you feel differently. Always do. <laughs> Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. sucks. Yes. Um, terrible show. Don't watch it. Ah, hold on, hold on, hold on. It was good. Then they did the Inhuman shit and it fell off. I I hate the girl they picked for Daisy. I was a big fan of Daisy when Daisy popped it's up quick. in Secret Wars three, the third Secret Wars. Oh, the one. Yeah, it was Quake. Was it the one that Bendis wrote? Bendis wrote I it. I believe so. And yes. that dude painted it. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. yes I remember yes. that. I re- I like that. I like that series. It was kind of interesting, but I liked her. I liked the way. Nick Fury had this, you know, extra character basically on the side. Like, I like Nick Fury's whole plan within a plan mm-hmm, espionage mm-hmm. thing. I didn't like the show. I thought the actor who plays her was like weak, and she's a shitty actor. Terrible show. No, I, I, like I hate the show personally because that I think that show caused the rift between Marvel TV and Marvel movies. Now they're two separate things, and they won't talk about what happened. But I have a feeling Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. had a lot to do with it. Because I remember when Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., the whole concept of them was that they were S.H.I.E.L.D. helping out the Avengers, helping out with things that are going on, and every now and then the Avengers are going to show up and shit like that. When did it turn into an Inhumans show? Like, I'm like, it's like Inhumans like said, it, it became like a launch platform It became for a launch platform. And I could imagine the guy yeah. who was originally set to write Inhumans, like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, how am I supposed to do this shit now? You didn't... Told the whole history of everything. Like, like in all honesty, how are they going to do Medusa and Black Bolt now? How? They, I don't, I don't know, know how they're going to do it. If you're watching Agents of Shield, you're just like, how are you going to do Black Bolt? Because they're saying someone else was the leader of the, of the yeah. uh, Inhumans. And yeah. I'm like, so wait, so how are they going to do Black Bolt and Medusa now? Listen, the show is bad. It's toxic. Don't watch it. Hopefully it'll get off the air. Um, <laughs> Agent Carter. Love it. Great show. Um, I need longer. Ep- I need just, more episodes. Yeah, like I just more, just more. more. Matter of fact, fuck that. Take that and put it over on Netflix. Let them have. Let Ooh. them get put in like twenty episodes Ooh. with that, and I'll be a very happy camper. I'm happy like with that now. Party. I don't want you to change anything except for like you said, more episodes. Great show. Go watch it. I don't need to say anything. I else. like Agent Carter because I like how she has a. Li- she pretty much has a link to the whole Marvel universe. Yes. She's pretty much linked to everything. She has a hand in everything. And she had a link, matter of fact, not only to the past mm-hmm. with Captain America, but yeah. like I said, in the movie Ant-Man that yeah. came out this year, also another good movie. Ant-Man um, shit. I love it. To, for them to take, you know, go the Scott Lang route instead of the wife-beating, Ultron-creating Hank Pym, and, you know... Put Paul Rudd in there, who's funny, uh-huh. make the movie fairly lighthearted, mm-hmm. but keep the action there, and take a character that you wouldn't, you know, quite expect to be as entertaining, and do what they did it was fantastic. I'm all for it. Um, Task here fucked my head up earlier today and sent me a picture of a possible movie still that just was. I had to change oh. my pants after I saw it. Oh, um, the concept alone. Was basically, too good. they just show Hawkeye. This is going to be a concept in the Civil War movie with Captain America. They show Hawkeye, Jeremy Renner, uh, Cockamacus Arrow, and Ant Man is sitting on an arrow. I'm like, oh my god. Oh, yes. if this happens in the movie, 
If this happens in the movie, I'm done. Marvel's Capcom I'm 3, level done. 3 style, Hawkeye shooting and at... Speaking <laughs> of what she said, that, yeah, that power that he did in the Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3 uh, video game, he has that as a move where he shoots Ant-Man at you and he turns giant and steps on you. Yeah. And Lego released that... Um, re- Lego released in a different country what their sets for Civil War is going to look like. And one of the things you do see, you see a giant Ant-Man. There's a giant Ant-Man there. And he's fighting War Machine. Now watch the Civil War trailer again. And you'll see a scene where Iron Man is holding a battered War Machine. And like, I'm thinking, who on Captain America's team could do that? (laughs) And they're standing in like a a crater. It's like a foot crater. (laughs) As in like, Ant-Man just stepped on his ass. Now, remember at the end of the Ant-Man movie, remember, he discovered how to grow big at the end of Ant-Man. He discovered how to grow big because Hank Pym only knew how to go small. (coughs) Excuse me. And go back to regular size. Ant-Man found out how to grow bigger because he reversed it. Because remember, he said, well, let me see what happens if I reverse it. And he's like, no, don't ever tamper with it. And he tampered with it and he reversed it. I Something tells me that that's what's going to happen. Yeah. And yeah, I I'm all that. for it. I can see that. I I am. I would definitely be for that. That would be magical. Yeah. So, next show. Oh, yeah. Agent Carter. Watch it. Great yes. show. Um, Gotham. I like Gotham. I'm a, I'm a Gotham fan. I don't know if you are or eh. not, but I... Eh. I like what they're doing with Gotham. I like the characters in it. Um, I have no problem yeah. with Gotham. The only thing that I will say that that's concerning me is that they're doing too many of his villains. He's still a kid. Like he's still a fucking kid. And mm-hmm. like, I would I would like it better. <coughs> excuse me. If they created more villains, if they created their own villains and did their own thing. I'm, I don't want all of his villains to be there already. <laughs> and he's only like 13 years old. Because then 10 years from now, these guys are going to just take over Gotham. Like, who's going to stop them? You know what I'm saying? Like, it just doesn't make sense. I don't care for it. Yeah, That's me. I mean, you can look at you can look at it that way. I can see that. I can see that. That makes, <laughs> sense. That makes sense. That makes sense. I think it is a little rough. But at the same time... It's still a good it's, show, though. It's still a really good show. The yeah. characters that they do have have been done well. Um, I still recommend watching it, but yeah, like you said, going yeah. down the road, that's that's kind of a rough one. Yeah, it is. Um, I haven't watched Agent X. Have you watched Agent X? Apparently that's based off some sort of comic book thing. Some I've, never, I, I've never heard of Agent X. No, okay. I know that there was a but time... Really show there was a time when Rob Liefeld was suing Marvel uh-huh. for his characters. And Marvel did what they did before when Stanley tried to sue Marvel for Captain America, Iron Man, and Thor. Uh-huh. They were just like, well, we're just not going to use your characters. <laughs> so that's how we got U.S. Agent, War Machine, uh, yeah. and Thunderstrike. Yep. So Marvel did it again where Rob Liefeld was like, well, I want Cable. He wanted Cable, Deadpool, and X-Force. He wanted the rest of those characters. So Marvel said, fuck that. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to have Soldier X, Agent X, which was Deadpool. Soldier yeah. X was Cable. And X-Force turned to X-Statics. Remember X-Statics? Yes, I do. Yeah, see? That's what happened. I like that, that was when Rob Liefeld was oh. trying to sue Marvel. And I think they settled it out of court. 
I think they settled it, but um, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I I I, I never heard, heard about it. it. it apparently, got canceled after the first season. I'm guessing it's not very good. <laughs> um, but who knows? Who knows? Um, let's see what else we got today. Um, movie wise, uh, another big one to hit. We discussed this on the last podcast, so you already know. You get some recommendations. Star Wars. If you haven't seen it, go see it. Um, matter of fact, if you're a old time Star Wars fan, there's a scene in the Empire Strikes Back, which I'll probably talk about on the next podcast, that I think defines exactly where the series is going to go in okay. terms of. Uh, light side and the dark side. And I'm going to show you this after mm-hmm. uh, the podcast, but next podcast we'll talk about this. I'll probably even clip out the scene and show you guys and see what people think. Mm-hmm. You know, but um, great movie. Go see it. Gives you that Star Wars episode before New Who the fuck hasn't seen it by now? Um, it's, it's making so much fucking money. I'm just like, who hasn't seen this yeah, by now? I mean, if you haven't, <laughs> I'm sorry for you. No, but there are people who have. This is yeah. what's scaring me. It's about to be Avatar. Like, they announced that today, that they give it to Friday. It's going to pretty much be Avatar. Because everybody and their mama, for some reason, for New Year's Eve and New Year's Day, everybody and their mama went to go see fucking Star Wars that day. Because it made, like, another billion in a day. Yeah. (laughs) It made, like, another billion within, like, a few days. It was ridiculous. Because everyone... And I can prove it because me and the lady went to go see Creed yesterday. Great film if you haven't seen that as well. And uh, we went to go see Creed, and we're leaving, and we go outside, and there's, like, lines outside the theater. And we're like, where are all these people here to see? They're like, Star Wars. I'm like, this movie is still doing that good? It's still selling like that? It's been two weeks, (laughs) and people are still showing up. No wonder George Lucas is salty as shit. I'll be pissed off too. Something I created and some dude buys it off of me and makes it ten times better and makes ten times more money. But nigga, fuck you. Hey, you know what? <laughs> you can be salty, but like I said. No, that's a whole nother discussion. That's a whole nother discussion. Alright, it's your fault, George. Fuck you. But, um... <laughs> um, okay, so... Last but not least, we've had a bunch of trailers for it and this is kind of going into the next year a little bit, but... I'm hyped for the Deadpool movie. I'm a Deadpool really? fan. You're hyped for Deadpool? I, I I think that this first movie <laughs> will actually be good. Um, it will definitely appeal to to Deadpool fans. Matter of fact, I, I shed a I little. I don't care about anybody else. Deadpool. I know. Well, definitely. I mean, we tried not Deadpool fans, and he wound up with fucking laser blasted. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, I shed uh, a, du- a thug tear yesterday. Not just any tear, a thug tear. What's up? Yesterday, I went to uh, RC Willie. And I wore a Deadpool shirt. And one of the employees dressed up in like a suit and tie just turned straight fanboy on me. He was just like, oh, I can't wait for the movie. Oh, my God. And he started talking about the old school stuff. I'm like, oh, we got these old school Deadpool fans out here. Um, I'm all for it. Let's, I, I said it once. I'm pretty sure I've said it on this podcast before. The Deadpool movie is extremely important. It's an important movie. Because it's the first superhero R-rated film. True. And people are scared. People are scared to make an R-rated film because they don't think it's going to do good. That's why I'm like, everybody needs to go see Deadpool. Everyone needs to go see it. Take your kids to see it. Take your grandma. If she's dead, dig her up. And take her. Buy a ticket. Go to uh, see Deadpool. Because we need to prove... To these fat cats up in Hollywood, that you can make a successful R-rated comic book film, 
I want to see it. I I can't say anything. <laughs> I mean, I was, and I've been a big advocate of Ryan Reynolds playing the part since before the Wolverine movie came out. Matter of fact, my fiance, who's in the other room, can attest to the fact that I said if anybody should play Deadpool, should be Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. And that's based off, you know, multiple factors. The humor side of it, the fact that he did a lot of the sword training stuff for, like, the Blade movies and right. things of that nature. So God, he, I forgot he was he, in Blade 3. Yeah, <sighs> he was, I mean, it was, I don't like to think about that. Yeah, it um, <laughs> doesn't exist. Yeah. Um, he, he was a good choice. After the Wolverine movie, I was very upset with what they did with his character, but... The stills alone, the fact that comic book movies are making so much money, I think that it will have the attention it deserves. And yes. when you look at their ability to, I think, to bring his character to life, when you looked at, like, for example, his game that came out, the storyline and dialogue were great. It was all Deadpool-level stuff. The fighting was terrible. Like shitty. The actual mechanics of the game. I can't believe suck. I can't believe they're re-releasing that game. Why would you re-release? What the game should have been felt like is the game should have felt like Ninja Gaiden Two. I was gonna say either Ninja Gaiden or Devil May Cry. It should be hack and slashed. And especially to the fact Capcom owned the right to Marvel characters at the time. I know how this group got Deadpool. And um, but who knows? But here's the deal. Here's another reason why the movie needs to do good. If the movie does really, really well, we're going to get into the Deadpool game. And they're going to do it right this time. Well, let's yeah. hope so. P- I, you know who I want to do the Deadpool game? Who? I want Rockstar, or Rocksteady. The guys who are doing the uh, Batman games. <coughs> I want I want that level of attention paid. I want the Rocksteady people to do a Spider-Man game. Look here, Rocksteady. <laughs> Give us a good Spider-Man game. Do all the comic book games. Nobody else does it right. Do all, no, no, do all the comic book games that are not MMOs. Do all of them that are not MMOs. Because you know what? Everybody else is fucking it up. And you know what else? Matter of fact, no, fuck that again. I want Telltales to also have a part in this. Give me a Telltales comic book game. Well, you know they're doing Batman, right? Really? I didn't know that. Shut the fuck up! You don't know this? I didn't know that. Yeah, if you go to Telltales YouTube, they announced it. Oh, really? Yeah, they're doing the Batman one. Alright. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you, Telltales, for doing that. Because I I wanted that. Now I know you're doing that. Alright. Asking you shall receive. Yeah, for real. Asking I shall receive. Make like 30 more different good comic book characters. Give me a Luke Cage one, because I want one. But give it to me rated R, Telltales. I want it brutal, like the Game of Thrones type shit. Where I want not a bad idea, like, man. You know what I mean? Give me some give me some good shit. But um, outside of that, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> we have another year of Marvel next year. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll talk more about what's coming in 2016. Um, on the next podcast, uh, mm-hmm. next Sunday, 3 o'clock p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Um, other than that, in closing, uh, Agency Field sucks. Don't go see it. <laughs> Don't go see it at all. Oh, um, man. Out of all that, that's just... <laughs> out of everything. Nah, here, I'll go down the list for you. Matter of fact, I just want to let you know what's up. Depowered Superman mm-hmm. sucks. Yes. Robin War, Batman. Good read, but the concept is stupid. Yes. Cyborg on the Justice League. Stupid. Stupid. I mean, come on. Let's... For real. Gauntlet Green Lantern. Stupid. Stupid. Just dumb. Martian Manhunters do Journey. Yes. Stupid. Stupid. Um, Flash, Flash is just old, I guess. Flash old. is high. <laughs> Flash is high. I want to say something real quick. All you people who are caping for Cyborg, you're only caping for him because he's black. It's true. Take everything about Cyborg. Don't change nothing. Don't make him a white dude. You wouldn't give a fuck. 
<laughs> you wouldn't kill a man. <laughs> hey, you oh, take that lock. back. You Deathlock. Sh- ah! <laughs> Cyborg basically died. Ah! <laughs> and I like oh, Cyborg, but I don't think that he's Justice League material. If we have to have a brother, just make it John Stewart. It makes sense. It just makes sense for John Stewart to be the to be the black guy on the team to represent, and I like John Stewart because he's military, and it just makes sense that the military would plant something in the Justice League. They would want to know what's going on. Yeah. That's something that they think the cartoon did very good, and it's another reason why I'm mad Netflix got rid of it. Anyways, okay, I got you. Um, <laughs> real quick, just to answer a question that came up in the chat. Um, for me, do I think that DC will overtake Marvel this year? I do not. I think that DC is very far behind Marvel in every category. Um, well, what from, do they mean, if though? If you look at... Well, I mean, as in, like, in, as a whole? Or as, like, I'm the movies? In any category. Okay. Oh, you're saying hit, all of it. If, okay. we hit, if we hit books right now, although Secret Wars is kind of meh, Marvel's universe is much easier to follow than what DC just did. Agreed. DC has a very big clusterfuck. They changed very big characters, and none of the changes are really fleshing out as well it's as very the confusing. changes. It's, it's very, very confusing. confusing. The best way I could sum it up, let's say your favorite character is Luke Cage. And one, it, it, that, this is what DC's pretty much doing. In one book, it, let's say you like Luke Cage, so you want to read everything Luke Cage. That'd be just like, he's on the Justice League, and he's the bald with, uh, with the regular t-shirt guy. But then when you read his comic book, he has the Afro tiara, and he's talking in rhymes. You're like, wait, this doesn't even seem like the same character. And that's what DC is doing. They don't give a shit about continuity no more. No. They don't give a fuck about you following your favorite character. They're going to be like, we're just going to give you all different aspects of your favorite character. Yeah. And it just doesn't and, make sense. And I think that this translates right over to the media, where Marvel has a very well-planned line of movies, shows. They've kind of created a universe in the media. Yeah. DC's movie that's coming out next year, Batman vs. Superman, already feels like, just like the comics, it feels like a clusterfuck of how many people are you putting into this random movie? What's the actual, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. battle or villainous movie? Because you got Doomsday, you got Lex, you got Superman, Batman, Aquaman, Rick James, Charlie Murphy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Rick James. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. They got everybody I mean, and their mother. You know what I mean? They're cramming everybody. They're rushing it. It's, here's the thing. Batman Superman is going to do very well. It's going to do very, 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 very well. However, that doesn't mean it's going to be a good movie. And and I don't know. I'm hoping they prove me wrong because I like these characters and I want to see them in movies. But I just look, just looking from it, I'm just like, dude, I'm very confused. Yeah. So we're just gonna hop, throw Aquaman just right in there. All of a sudden, Aquaman's here. Whose neck is Superman supposed to snap? I mean, come on. I don't we like got it. like eight different characters. How many families he's gonna have to get around to watch all these decks? <laughs> but anyway, yeah, now nah, that's that. I don't, I don't believe they have them there. Marvel, uh-huh. on the other hand, Marvel is now, like you said, coming out with their first R-rated movie, so they're getting into that grittier side. Well, Fox of is. the house. I mean, Fox is, but it's still technically. It's Marvel. Marvel but... gets to look at that and see if that will work. And they that's, I think, a good thing, thing for Marvel. They don't even have a say in it. That's why... No, they don't have a say in that movie, but they could watch and see if it works. Yeah, if Daredevil does well, they could take another character 
and make you know they could do that Punisher movie, right? Exactly. You know they and Punisher going to Netflix is already a good idea with it because they already have that more violent side. Like Netflix almost feels like the Max Comics. <laughs> side well, yeah, it of is. Marvel it is. Media. It is, and that's and good. That's a good thing. So I think that um, and game wise, DC's doing pretty good. Marvel is Marvel. If you really look at it, because of the Disney umbrella, Marvel's killing in all categories. They have tons of games right now, all platforms, handheld and otherwise. They just don't have like a big fighting game like Marvel's Capcom 3, which didn't even fucking sell well, so that's shit. But DC is killing in the cartoons. DC is murdering cartoons, but cartoons aren't blockbusters. So if this you look true. at media, Marvel's still killing them in the media. But also, I tell people this, yeah, DC's killing in the cartoons because they're owned by a cartoon studio. <laughs> so of course they're gonna put their best people on it. Like yeah. of course they are. Like that just makes sense. WB is a the, the cartoon studio, movie studio first. Yes. So unlike Disney, uh, who just does a bunch of shit, including yeah. movies on the side, WB is pretty much just movies. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. So yeah, but yeah, that's to answer that question. But um. Aside from that, like we said, 2016, looking like it's going to be a good year. Um, last few things that suck. Uh, Inhumans <laughs> suck. Um, the whole what they did with it. And I won't, I'm going to give you guys one day an analysis of how this all relates back to Earth X. Like the Terrigen Bomb release love that turned Earth everybody. <laughs> it's not even love. It's, dude, Ben just read Earth X and he wrote the whole Marvel Universe. <laughs> he just read Earth the whole X. Marvel Universe. Like, dude, if you go and pick out each chapter of what happens, he does Ragnarok the same way, like twice in the early 2000s. The Terrigen Bomb that turns everybody into inhuman. He did that. In the, they did that in the same fucking in the same freaking book. Well, here's something um, I want to ask, and if someone is reading this and want to comment and like explain it for me. I'm very confused about something. So the inhuman intelligent mist changes people who have Adelon blood, have royal blood, it changes them into inhumans, right? So for example, let's take Miss Marvel, uh, Kamala Khan, the uh, Muslim girl. Mm-hmm. How come her brother didn't get it? Uh, recessive gene. Because, you know, the Terrigen mist also didn't turn everybody into powerful inhumans. Remember the Terrigen Mist also used to turn people uh, into those like the slave beings. And okay. her brother's kind of dumb, so he could okay. be one and just don't know. Okay. But I think maybe the idea might be the dissipation will turn the ones who have the active gene mm-hmm. and not turn. And I'm probably giving Marvel more credit than they deserve. It's I'm, all good. It's I'm all making good. this work versus them explaining it. Properly. <laughs> but good. if you go into genealogy, it's kind of like uh-huh. the same thing where you know you can have one kid that's mutant, one kid that's not. Right, exactly. You know what I mean? Just because you didn't get the gene, this kid got the gene. Mm -hmm. So I think that that's how they separated that. Because, like we said, that is apparent in the Inhumans where they did have the, you know, other class Mm -hmm. that when exposed to the Terrigen Mist, they didn't, you know, transform. They were all the same. Right, exactly. You know, so it's essentially, you know, I think that's how they break it down. But thank you for tuning in. Uh, That will be our show. So... We're signing off now. Thanks for uh, coming in for episode three of Where's My Super Suit with your boy, Phony Toast, Toast with the Most. T-A-S-K, Task 1. And uh, we are out. Yeet.